Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. We are live, coming at you from the dank in Newtown. This is the Simpsons Index, episode 37. Hello, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in the dank this week is... I want to know what love is. And? Uh, I want you to show me. <laughs> and finally... You'll be Carl Reiner, and I'll be Police Chief William, and we'll do the $2,000 man thing. <sighs> oh, yes. <laughs> I hate Carl Reiner. Tremendous. <laughs> Police Chief William. And uh, joining me is, of course, Sheridan, Danny, and BT. Hello, guys. Hi, Hi Elliot. How we doing? Well. well. <laughs> <laughs> and you? <laughs> Unplanned magic. I'm doing great. Um Yes, and this is the podcast where we watch uh, three episodes of The Simpsons at a time. The catch is, each episode comes from a different decade. And starting out tonight, we just watched uh, season 22. The episode- shit decade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it's called on the street. The catch sure. is. I love it. <laughs> what a <laughs> twist. <laughs> oh, I'm shocked. Uh, I, for one, am just stunned. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, we just watched season 22, episode 22, The Nedliest Catch. In this episode, <laughs> they hook up Ned Flanders and Edna Karabapal. I know. To but form no, they don't. Nedna. Huh? To form Nedna. Nedna. <laughs> just like yeah. Brangelina. Mm. <laughs> it's the new celebrity power couple. Mm-hmm. For Ed- sure. Nedna. Um, yeah, but then they break them up at the end. And then they or ask do the- they? <laughs> or do they? I know. Oh. Cast your vote now. <laughs> is there really any point reviewing this now that we know what happens at the end? Oh, there is. I have opinions. I yeah. have a half page of notes. I have damn, damn, damn opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is a spoiler podcast. Uh, we are. We will work under the assumption that you've seen the episode, but n- not required for it. Entry. When you assume you make an ass out of you and me. Everyone knows that assumptions make asses out of you and umptions. <laughs> ass. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah, anyway, so they, <laughs> in brief, they end the episode with a, um, we're going to let the audience decide if we're going to keep it mm. Ned and Edna, Nedna together. Mm. Um, and spoiler alert, yeah, they did uh, for the at least three years or whatever until... Um, poor Marsha Wallace died, oh, and yep. they killed off the character as well. Like they didn't kill her off. Yeah, they just don't have her anymore. I think. Yeah. So she might still be Ned's creepy, like basement wife now. No, they they do have <laughs> a quick scene where um, Ned is just sitting by a picture of Maud and Edna, and says, "Well, both my girls are in heaven now." Yeah, that's so pretty. That's all concise. they really do. Aww. They don't yeah. do much, but that's I, th- I think it was a respectful way to do it. Death. Not yeah. Not really have an episode about it because it was a real world thing. Mm. Although then they have a weird thing where she comes back as a ghost in one episode. Ooh. What? Yeah, wow. but she doesn't wow. say anything. She yeah, just sort of comes back as a ghost and gets jealous of ghost Maud. Like, it's really creepy. Yeah, because I mean, okay, Maud they bumped off as a character, but this was actually the voice actor dying and that's... Can uh, I be a jerk for a second and just say I'm Please. really glad that Maud's dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Throwing down. I hated Maud. What'd oh she ever do God. to you? She's Look, a- Maud hated you, but she ne- would never say something like that. <laughs> Maud, Maud is the type of person that would be going to a Hillsong conference on a Sunday morning at 9am and sees me standing next to someone else's empty long neck on the street and tells me <laughs> that I need God in my life. <laughs> that's Maud. Fuck that guy. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. And she is a guy. Sounds like a specific incident. Yeah. <laughs> she really needs to, like, give Did it a rest with the blue eyeshadow, also. 
It's I'm true. glad it's she lot. fell off. I, you know, that's a bit of a horrible death. I would have preferred that she went peacefully in her sleep, but I'm glad she's gone. So long as she's dead. Yep, shot with a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> T-shirt cannon. T-shirt cannon. There's mm. been the death index with Sheridan Morley. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, Mod. Who is going straight <laughs> to hell. she's dead, but I'm glad <laughs> she's gone. Yeah, so the episode starts out with a big uh, guffuffle at the gym. Um, For uh, the girls' basketball team. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is really uh, okay. There's a lot to go through here. So they, they mm-hmm. kind of run in, and it's only Lisa there, and like, where's the team? And she's like, oh, they all got the lady sick jaguars. The was it the lady jaguars? Yeah. Which I was so worried for a second they were going to say Lady Gaga, and I'm like, no, we already did <laughs> that again. one. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, she came back for one. No. There is a bunch of horrible shit going on even before that happens, though. From the first line of dialogue in this episode, I was like, wow, sexism for a show that is usually pretty super feminist, particularly mm. with Lisa. I was like, holy. Holy shit. Like, I get that ripping on women's sport is funny, but at the same time, like, yeah, they, so yeah. it started out, it was something like, congratulations to the whoever they are, the Lady Jaguars who won 2 0 in the third overtime period in a basketball match. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, all right. Get I can it? Because they that. don't score a lot because they're women. Exactly. <laughs> and it's boring to watch. And you're like, thanks, guys. Anyway, and then Lisa's too weak to break through a fucking paper yeah. banner. Yeah. I feel that's and more a like, Lisa gag yeah. than a woman it gag. Is, the it entire is a Lisa thing. Gag. Yeah, but, but it's at the co- same I mean, time. Yeah. With, it's with, before no. you know that she's not even part of the team yet. Within you know? the framework of what's going on, yeah. That's right. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, Lauren Jackson could kick any Simpsons writer's ass on any day. Yeah. Who's Lauren Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> they don't follow male sports either. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, There's okay, my defense. Disclaimer to anyone listening. This is not a women's sport issue here. This is a bunch of nerdy dudes who have never picked up a ball in their life. I used to call Elliot Ball Skills O'Neill, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I know who Ronda Rousey is. That's a female sports person. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Lauren Jackson was the captain, the Australian bas- women's basketball captain uh, for many years. Right. right, nice. Shout out to Lauren Jackson. Wherever you are. Along with Whoop. the female rugby thing that's going on, female... AFL. AFL. Yeah, that becoming Australian Football League. What I'm loving about that is that women's AFL's like, it's only just started. The league's only just become a thing and it's already hugely popular over here, which is awesome to see. Oh, yeah, and, like, um, interest in um, girls at school, at primary school and uh, teaching AFL mm. at school level has skyrocketed. Yeah, and I think the cool thing, because it hasn't been available as a sport, any of the adult women who are playing it now, many of them have come from other sports. Yeah. So apparently some of, like, the, the big sort of rising stars of the league were former competitive cricketers, um, some of them competitive women's rugby union players. Hmm which has like already a bit of a following worldwide. So it should be interesting to follow. Yeah. So, you know, fuck you, Simpsons, for demeaning women's role in sports. Yeah, fuck you. And I will come back to this later in the episode because Mm. they managed to rectify it. But we'll move on for now. But like we were saying about, you know, Lisa being the equipment manager and stuff, I liked all the stuff around that because that was a joke on her. Mm. And actually, I do also really like uh, Skinner goes, now time to make some noise in your indoor voices. Yeah. (laughs) That was a good one. But yeah, so yeah, uh, Lisa shows up and is like, ah, oh, the whole team got sick at the egg salad sandwich party I wasn't allowed to come to. Because <laughs> I wasn't invited. Yeah, which is all right. But what weirds me out is they're not there playing another team. Like, There's no other team there. No, waiting. it's a pep rally. No, oh, I don't know what it's that a, is. It's, a, it's actually a really weird tradition. Yeah. From it's what I really can understand. Thing, is it? No, we don't have them here. No, we don't have that much pride in ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or our schools We're and places full of, of work. pep. So a pep rally is more or less the cheerleaders get to break their ankle in something that isn't an actual competition. All right. 
and then everyone else gets to scream and yell and go on about how much school spirit they have. Uh, That's uh, all Sher- I know. Sher- Sheridan, they get to scream and yell in their indoor voices. Scream and yell in the indoor voices. This excited. is the Simpsons Index where we're using our indoor voices yes. now. Mm. And now some smooth jazz. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, everyone gets upset because, yeah, because Skinner was going to allow free time and then... Um, Lisa decided she wanted to do a speech and then everyone's like, no, fuck you. And then all chaos reigns. Um, Bart snaps Millhouse's glasses like it ain't no thing. Yeah. And then he, like, uh, no one the- denies me free play. Screw you, best friend. And then he pulls the retractor on the bleachers and like everyone comes tumbling down. Like, I'm pretty people sure someone died. recently died like, in, in, yeah. in one of those. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Probably like a couple of years back. So, I mean, in... in- Relevant, relative time. Just I, I've watched enough American horror movies mm. set in schools to see those things are death traps. Yeah. <laughs> I've always had a weird phobia of like if you have to walk on them to get out that you're going to like yep. fall between them and break your ankle. Yep. So yeah, Bart causes chaos and then uh, Skinner yells at um, Mrs. Krabappel, control your student. And so I like the visual here of Edna chasing down Bart. It was like a really good angle mm-hmm. Um like right in front of Bart as like she was chasing him when like the ball from Indiana Jones or something. Nice. Um, and then yeah, Edna catches him and then just smacks him. Everyone, <gasps> and then yeah, she goes uh, and uh, again, and just smacks him again. That really weirded me out. Like I've kind of figured if there was a joke of oh well I'm in trouble now I might as well do it twice. But yeah. it's just everyone stops and stares and Edna has this moment of oh god everyone saw me do that smack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really kind of wanted it. To- to see it keep going, just like you know what I my my yeah. I'm my foot's in the cow breaker now. I might as well just smack, 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 <laughs> smack, 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 smack. Is that like a, the rule of jazz? You know, make a mistake, uh, but you know, you if you it play three it again, more times. Yeah. That, pretty sure that was Jimmy Plant that said. I that. I tried that once. It was a spectacular failure. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like an idiot three times. Yes. <laughs> Warning, people: never jazz. It was I, just before my time. They didn't understand <laughs> it. Yeah, I know. That was the brilliance. One day they'll appreciate your your prowess my genius <laughs> yeah. one day they pull Edna in uh, for kind of like counselling session to kind of reprimand her for that and uh, it basically means that she's going to a kind of teacher limbo where she's going to get paid but she's not allowed she has to go there detention. during she's normal in work days and uh, yeah can't is, is for some reason doesn't know what a book is and doesn't bring one so there are a couple <laughs> of points to be made here like specific Australian points and I'd be surprised mm. like interested to know if this happens in the US too there was an urban legend that I heard upwards of five years ago that Rail Corp the rail network organisation government organisation in New South Wales put through a massive redundancies um, around about 10 years ago Basically, they needed to make a bunch of positions redundant, um, but a lot of people wouldn't take the redundancy because they were so used to the excellent conditions of working in the public service. So they had the choice instead to go to what is basically the teacher holding facility, but for rail employees. Uh, actually, I actually have something on this, if you're curious. Really? Yeah. Uh, many, many years ago, my dad was riding on a train and every day he'd go to work, he'd see this guy sitting opposite him, just napping every single day. Yeah, and So right. at one point, got to a point of talking to him was like, Hey, what are you doing? What do you work here? Are you on your way to work? He's like, no, no. Um, so what he was, he was a fireman for the railway back when they used to have, you know, uh, coal-powered engines. Wow. They used to have a guy whose job it was to, you know, be the fireman. But uh, obviously, when they went to electric, you didn't need a fireman anymore. But the union was so strong, they couldn't just fire wow. them all. Yeah. So they're like, well, you guys still need, the you still need to show up every day, and you still need to be on the rail, and you still need That's to fight a fire if there is one. But because there's no en- coal engine anymore, they were just like, yeah. So he just showed yeah. up every day and went to nap, went to sleep on the train. And, and this is what I heard also. Yeah. So apparently there's this room 
Allegedly at Central Allegedly. Station, but could Come have been on, anywhere. Really? Yeah, apparently there was a room you got and a there's newspapers and there's coffee. And it's more or less like you're going in for jury duty and it's a waiting room. You're showing up for your day. And people go there and, and they wait and they don't do anything. And I can't think of a worse version of hell than that, personally. I can't think of a better job. But, oh my get, God. yeah, well, I mean, you get paid. But I can't believe, I mean, you take your textbooks, you take your guitar there, you take yeah. some movies, you study and get degrees, you do your second See, job on proactive. your phone while you're, you could, you could do 10 jobs, like. Yeah. You could. And get paid for the extra one. Yeah. It's you like getting free rent. Be one of those people who just mines gold in Warcraft. Mm. You could. <clears throat> hey, you pizza. Could. Hey, pizza. And we're back after eating some delicious pizza from Mama Rosie's. Guys, what'd you think? Good, but their bread is weird. Mm. And their topping distribution is just... I mean, my God. Yeah. My face is half grease. <laughs> half me. Yeah, the grease was good, but yeah, the, the floppiness... Yeah. And the distribution, and, uh, no. Not maximum floppy. So yeah, Edna gets sent to the <laughs> educational limbo, which yep. apparently... I'd like to comment on the teacher who was talking about staring at the crack in the ceiling yeah. to pass the time. And then Edna tried looking and he went, find your own crack. Yep. <laughs> find your own crack. And a lot uh, that same teacher, he's looking around later and he's eating his own <laughs> ears. Beard. Wait, I'll see if I can make the sound. Uh, ah, oh, oh, seeing in real life is not funny. Oh, oh man, oh, quick, oh, take oh. a photo of Elliot. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard to go path with it. <laughs> I would really like to you've, film that. At some you've point uh, done tonight. it now. Tell us how it is. <laughs> but yeah, basically, he's shoving his beer in his mouth and just <laughs> swishing it around like a fine wine. And oh, then they just heard going, you do it, <laughs> 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 spitting it out like a fine wine. Mm. <laughs> I like that guy. Um, <laughs> So yeah, um, and Bart comes and because he's feeling very guilty about uh, being a part of getting Edna fired, although he shouldn't. They like. didn't really establish his guilt very strongly either. No, mm. he came in and he 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 was like, "Yo, Edna, what you doing, chilling with these lazy homeboys? You should be out partying." Yeah, wasn't exactly him saying, "I was the bad guy, and I'm very very sorry." Yeah. I pushed you too far for too many years. Yeah. And honestly, it didn't even hurt you, boss. Yeah. <laughs> Except the second one. Damn. Oh, <laughs> that one left the mark. <laughs> I also struggle to understand how Bart took it so well. Maybe it's because he's been forcibly strangled for so many years yeah. by his only father yeah. figure. <laughs> no. I reckon it's morbid. shock can go a long way, you know? Yeah, right. You wouldn't even notice. I mean, you'd be too busy going, did she just... I think she just, oh my God, I think she just slapped me. Mm-hmm. Too busy to go, oh, that's going to leave a mark. I can feel capillaries bursting. Because <laughs> he'd know that word. Cap- I don't know that word. What's that word? <laughs> like itty bitty veins. Small, the- tiny veins at the very surface of You know when you get epidermis. a bruise? That's from yeah. capillaries exploding and there's like trapped blood underneath your skin. Mm. Sort of. Boom. Dan just said Bruise in a fancy, fancy way. So yeah, uh, Bart busts her out and does the classic uh, Bart putting a mannequin of. Also does the classic Bart in the wall. He's yep. a, he's really a, a, he's a, a dry, spry a crawl space guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it was all sort of just a means to an end to sort of get Edna to literally fall into Ned's arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, yeah. yeah, he's busting her out and uh, she's Climbing on the ladder the and escape. the ladder breaks and. Oh, do we talk about kisses one dollar? Oh, hobo uh, kisses! Yeah, that yeah. teacher. Yeah, 
Oh, that's what I was going to say with the mannequin. Yeah, because Bart has the Edna mannequin for use in shtick, I think it was the thing. No, was yeah. To practice his pranks on. And oh, puts yeah. a sign in yeah. front of it. Yeah, yeah, it says Hobo Kiss is $5. And then one of the teachers, also in educational limbo, mm-hmm. just rips the head off it and goes, mm-hmm, and does the eyebrows thing. Like, what's the psychology behind that? <laughs> I would have liked to see Beard Guy just chew on the mannequin's head and then go, pat. <laughs> <laughs> just more, pat. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I picked up on in this episode that I've never really noticed before. She always looks tired and I realised for the first time how they do that. It's one curved line under one eye yeah. that just makes her look like she has line. massive eye bags. Mm. Actually, speaking of which, uh, Shag, I think you pointed it out that um, her voice is sounding pretty weathered in this episode. It is really yeah. haggard, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Poor thing. I Poor wonder Marcia. if that's intentional. I'm sure they're, make, I mean, they're making the most of it with her being all run down and stuff, mm. but I yeah. think it's just, you know... The voice actors get time past and age their prime. And after a while. Yeah. I mean, same with Marge's mm. voice. It's it's you know yeah. rougher these days. Barely holding on there. Um. So yeah, going into Act Two, uh, Flanders and Edna have charmed the pants off each. No, they haven't charmed the pants off each other. What am I saying? There's no. a whole fucking bit about how they don't <laughs> <laughs> take pants off. I will say I do really like their little meat there. It's a uh, very cute. A meat uh-huh, cute, some would call if you it. Will. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, I have to say, I was very surprised at how confident Ned is in this episode. He yeah, goes straight to, yeah, shall we have lunch? Yeah. Where in the past, I'm trying to remember, he's had a oh, he's had Sarah his Sloan, he's a and there was yeah. Rachel Jordan, I think was the one I was thinking of, the Christian country music yeah, singer yeah. who meets yeah. at church. Yeah. Yeah. It takes him like whole episodes to agree to go out on one date with these mm. girls. But with Edna, he's like, yeah, well, let's I, lunch. I guess they helped him cross that bridge, and now he's on the other side of the bridge, just mm. in Date City. Date oh, yeah. City. And, you know, in that way, it was a good sort of parallel for these two characters to come together, because they've both had unlucky love lives. Mm-hmm. But also, it doesn't make sense, because they're totally incompatible. Like, Sometimes that happens, man. Opposites attract and yeah, shit. Yeah, true. You know? Mm. I suppose they did have a very cute little songtage. I didn't quite get the the song that they were using over the montage thing there. I don't even remember it. Yeah. I do want to bring up his minor gripe where they go to Pinkberry, and I like the joke that Ned's like, "Ah, well, that, that, I, that's nowhere near as provocative as I thought it was. Let me cross that off mm. my list. The places I thought were too <laughs> too sexy, and on there's like In and Out Burger and everything. Yeah, but is it just me? And I never thought Pinkberry sounded sexual in the slightest until now. Oh man, no, I've heard it in other filthy. So, yeah, they bring up Flanders' prudishness when he's on Edna's couch and she's peeling layer after layer of sweater off him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what do you guys think about this whole bit and Edna's sort of, like, keenness to fuck and his keenness not to? <laughs> First of all, it's established. and It's definitely there for every character. Yeah, it's very um, in keeping with both of them. I really mm. like the joke where she's like, hey, you've got two kids. The stork didn't deliver them. And he's like, actually, we did specifically uh, hired a doctor stork to deliver them so we wouldn't be lying when we told the kids that's where they came from. Yeah, it's a bit funny, wow. but it is, like... <laughs> Very Flanders and pretty funny. The yeah. one I liked the best was during that little um, montage with the Motown classic playing in the background and they were in the movies and she puts a hand in the popcorn box and pulls out a <laughs> yeah. crucifix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very. Why, what beautiful. else would possibly be in a popcorn box? Popcorn, Ben. There would be popcorn. I that know. is the kind of prank that Flanders would play as well. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Blessing the butter. Yep. Then there was uh, the... I, I mean, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but then, but then there was like the, 
oh you, you know let's let's just do it and then there's the the, the sexy cheese montage oh yeah and yeah it turns out they're watching ken burns's cheese had to be ken burns <laughs> nice throw back to the sort of what do you think mom and dad are doing joke <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh good to see ken burns cheese getting represented i really want to watch that fucking documentary <laughs> you being a big ken burns jazzaz fan yeah uh, that's yeah. right i've got ken burns jazzaz on my uh, on my shelf there he comes up every now in comedies it's interesting yeah it's such a niche reference though mm. surely surely it's yeah. not it's it's yeah it's not niche. it's been students. mentioned on the simpsons index at least four times <laughs> well yeah i mean because like i only like one of his documentaries i haven't watched his baseball one his war one i've heard his war one's good but if you haven't watched them maybe you do like them yeah I want to see Ke- just, Ken Burns, Ken Burns documentary. Ooh. Oh, Ken Burns is Ken Burns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Long ago, Ken Burns liked to document things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like that we have that little moment with them. Obviously, we know uh, Aiden is a little more provocative mm. and that Ed's, uh, Ned is definitely not. So it was going to come up at some point. I like the way they put it together. It works pretty well. Yeah. They decided- I, I like the, the, the safety sweater and then the double <laughs> safety sweater. Um, later on, he drops that he puts on his special pair of se- super secret Christian underwear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So they end up hooking up after watching a very, you know, arousing cheese documentary. <laughs> and um, mm. Edna so gets educational. Edna educational. Oh, <laughs> uh, what would Ken Burns say? <laughs> <laughs> Elliot liked to make stupid puns from a very young age. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Edna's like pretty much full on moved in now and they're fucking and having fucking fun. And um... uh, I do not believe they were fucking because after the cheese documentary, Ned just says he strips down to his wife, bless her. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. You know, they just they just get some smooches on. They smooch up a star. I thought he was going, well, you know what? There's no point in waiting around. Might as well get freaky nasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, we missed the best line of the episode. Which was? Which was, I never go to second on Chondra on the first day. Oh, man. <laughs> that was amazing. Very that was fantastic. Line. All right, well, fucking or not, let's move on. Yep. Um, so sort of coming into Act 3, uh, Edna's visiting the Flanders house often and like there's this good bit where... Um, the school bus and Edna are driving the same direction and Bart and Edna get out at the same time. She pulls up next to the bus and Bart's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm dating Ned. And he's like, gives him Still, his homework yeah. because he left it behind. And he's Bumping like, no, no. moustaches, I believe. Bumping moustaches. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, classic bit where, you know, he's blaming the dog again for constantly chewing up the homework. And then he goes, see, look, hands the dog the homework. He just... Flattens it out. Yeah. And then <laughs> he pours dog food on it. He eats the dog food up and swish, sweeps it up with his tail, and then answers one of the questions by tapping yep. his tail. <laughs> it was a really good animation bit. It's not going to come off um, as good just describing it, but yeah. Um. Uh. So then you know, uh, Bart and Homer can conspire to split these uh two apart. Yeah. So Homer takes Ned out for drinks, and uh, Bart just kind of sits Rod and Todd down and talks about all the evil step parents that've been in all the fairy tales. <laughs> I loved that, yeah, he tried to do this and then Rod and Todd end up doing his laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I love how poorly both of their attempts go. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, because Homer, like, originally had, um, you know, bad intentions and then, like, Ned just explained how much he loved Edna and then Homer yeah. was like, oh, I'm turning around. And then everybody in the bar who fucked Edna just happened to be there at the same time. Well, when you fuck everyone in town, they're all going to be somewhere. 
So, including Joey Kramer, who for some reason made an appearance on this episode. They had to name drop him three times in case anyone forgot who he yeah. was. Exactly. Yeah. Did they just like miss him out on the Aerosmith episode? Or no, no, that? no. That was a yeah, joke reference. in the Aerosmith episode. Miss Garoppolo, I really need uh, my drumstick. Come and get him. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, he came and he got him. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like a 20-year callback. It's actually like kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. And how different he looks. In Simpsons so this, form. this <laughs> part, this from this scene onwards, I'm very sorry in advance, but I'm going to take over because this is where, as I previously mentioned, the Simpsons writer redeemed themselves mm. feminism-wise. Like comic book guy makes a joke about his email address being Edna Lover 157 and that's the lowest number I could get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. Flanders is freaking, 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 freaking out. This is a massive double standard that they've exposed in this episode and that's why I forgive them from the earlier women's spoke women's sport cracks from their Mm. earlier transgressions yeah i mean there is this massive thing which they're exposing here about you know like women who have slept with a lot of men they're either sloppy seconds or dudes who have slept with the same chick are tunnel buddies and this and that there's no real female tunnel buddies is a little legit or pussy bros Pussy bros. <laughs> the only equivalent I could come up with was Sausage Sisters, but that's not something anyone would say. <laughs> yeah, that's not so, a slap five over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awful. Who's my sausage sister? Oh, Ew. you're my sausage. But that's the thing. I, it got me thinking towards the end of this episode about things that girls freak out about. Like if a lady was in Ned Flanders' position mm-hmm. and, you know, the male equivalent of Edna had slept with 150-odd women, they'd be worrying about things like, why did he break up with his ex? I wonder what went wrong. Like, what does he not like in a woman? Is she smarter than me? Is she prettier than me? Is she, you know, what are her interests? What's he into? Not, did he fuck her better than me? Mm. Which is basically the only thing that's coming up here. And also, ew, she's not a virgin. And so then we get to this lounge room scene where Ned basically forgives her. Mm. And this is where it gets Awesome for the first time. And it's a shame it's right at the end, but I'm glad they finally got there. So Ned forgives her for sleeping with all those men. And she basically just goes, fuck you. And what she says. You sanctimonious prude. You sanctimonious prude. And I wish that they said prick, but you can't say prick. Because it's usually you sanctimonious prick. The right word. Yeah. Yeah. But best line ever. And she's just like, I'm not ashamed of dating those men. I'm proud. (laughs) And that's something that you have to accept. I'm like, you go girl. No, totally. It it did hit on that good issue. Well, like, um, we kind of, uh, I, I don't I don't mean to we missed a bit, unsay sorry. you. Yeah, <laughs> but Homer's speech, like yeah. uh, Homer going out and saying, hey, look, it's fine that women have, have slept around or whatever. You know, you, they're still human beings. Go date. Go have fun. You guys clearly get along well. Mm. Blah, da, 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 da. Mm. Uh, for Homer, that was a fairly... Uh, it was very well thought out con- for Homer. Contemporary sort mm. of, yeah, yeah. Very and not bad considering like he was having to, you know, scale a playground and then do like hopscotch <laughs> and then swim a bunch and then I, fight actually, an octopus. That whole little I, uh, chasing after the Ned montage does start with another joke I like, which is um, Ned's out for his daily walk. Go after me. Oh, my doctor said don't walk. That was a signpost. Oh, that was <laughs> great too. That was a That's the third really good <laughs> line in this one. There yeah. are um, a couple of really good jokes. Uh, uh, one is, Elliot, you're wrong. He didn't have to do any of those. It was clear path right next to all of that crap. Uh, <laughs> two, there was a really good kind of parallel to the start of the episode where the kids were doing the gymnast routine on the way out. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's right. I forgot about mm. that. Because it was boring. But this one was funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that first one, it wasn't that good. But yeah, the animation 
conversation and stuff. It was a great way to sort of convey a point that like characters have to make a bunch of times in TV um, in a unique way. Indeed. Yes. Mm. Um, but where the episode is let down for me is this post um, bit where um, oh, yeah. Edna and yeah. uh, Ned are at a sort of stalemate and then they drop a <laughs> new background, Margin Homer. Well, we're going to let you, the fans, decide. Go mm. on Simpsons.com and vote now. Go and- to hell. Yeah, it was a what real a shame. Cheap. I ah. think, yeah, totally cheap. They could have done so much more with this episode. They could have even made it a two-part episode, I think. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's... I guess it f- effectively it is because we're going to come back to it next time. Well, yeah, there's but really did they did they, they read? They well, I don't think through. I don't think it's going to be about this. It's just going to have that conclusion is going to be in the next episode. Yeah, but right. I don't know, maybe it is about this. So what's know. the conclusion? Does she dump his ass? No, no. Um, the fans did vote and like it was totally legit. They, there was a real vote. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. It sounds like it was like a metafiction stab at itself. And I could see they were doing it as sort of a tongue-in-cheek. Uh, yeah. This is such a silly thing that, you know, normal TV shows do. We're doing it to make fun of those. But they're, but they're actually doing it as no. well. Yeah. So this is where it gets really interesting. So you're saying the fans voted for yeah. her to take Ned back. Ah. Oh, you mean interesting psychologically of humanity as a whole. Yeah. I mean, and they basically pin- rejected the feminist option, which is fuck you, you sanctimonious prude, which is where the writers were heading. I, I did want to do this episode because, like, we are getting, um, like, starting to make a lot of headway in the um, index. Like, we've done 100 episodes now. Oh, <laughs> <wee>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we celebrated that last time. Stop. Only 550 more to go. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, and for a couple of years there, they had Ned and Edna together. So I hmm. thought it was important to knock this one off because this is continuity for yeah, um, the, the years between one of the when this happened and when Marsha Wallace died. Yeah, yeah, one of the rare permanent continuities that goes on. So. Am I wrong in saying towards the... I mean, clearly there's been a few... There are a few assumptions in the storyline of The Simpsons as yeah. time mm-hmm. goes on. But particularly recently in this, I would argue, this decade, there's a lot more continuity yeah. issues that you have to deal with. Whereas previously it would be the format where you're back to... Everything's back to normal at the yeah, end, you start again. You know what? I'd say it's more like um, Captain America Civil War where... I don't think you can come into that movie cold. I think you need there's a bunch of Marvel movies you need to see before that one. And unlike Avengers, it, which you could come into cold. Yeah, and it's an excellent movie. I love it. Seen it a million times, but I don't think I'd love it if it was the first one I'd seen. And I think that's mm-hmm. sort of the status with the later se- seasons of The Simpsons is that there's so many characters that have so many established traits, relationships with each other, and there's so many. Uh, references that they're making to the old era in the new one. So, yeah, it does rely on a lot of uh, pr- previous pr- knowledge. prior knowledge, yeah. Yep. The, yeah, like, no, I mean, I mean, she was sort of saying that the first episodes, it doesn't matter so much because it always resets in, mm-hmm. like, the Monster of the Week format. Yeah. But even, even with those, you can only have so many of these episodes before at some point there's just a buildup of history, of mythos. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's all going to add up. Side I wonder, note, Civil War is not a great movie, and I will discuss that with you after the I podcast. I was also about to say, is this where we're at now that like, when it comes to analysing film, the best analogy we can come up with is, when I was watching Captain America... So no, like you could completely oh, argue God. that. So, well, sorry for like, making a discussing meta- Wittgenstein over a game of Pachis. No, and look, I am biased because Fine. I never read the comics. The Deadly and... Hollows Part Two is a shitty movie until you watch every other Harry Potter. <laughs> Why don't you never watch any of the Harry Potter movies? That's terrible. <laughs> read a book, kids. Read a book. Read a book. Ha- read a motherfucking book. book. 
<laughs> no, but to be fair, it is a a really huge. You know, the Marvel movies are a really huge property, and B, it is something that has a strong shared continuity. That in certain parts of it you didn't need to know, i.e., Avengers one, but in certain parts you absolutely need to know, i.e., Captain America three. Right, yeah. fair enough. Time for the questionnaire. Um, so the storyline it was just an A throughout. Mm-hmm. Did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? You feel like an episode of The I'm Simpsons? Say, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. It really does. It did. Um, yeah, I guess so. back to, like, I, I, it really reminded me of Edna's love quest. What was the guy's name? Um, uh, oh, uh, Grave Gently Far. Woodrow. Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson. Yes. Yeah. I like yeah. holding hands and kisses by candlelight. Oh, yes. And I really hate yo-yos. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't like the whole American Idol fucking vote now ending, but mm. like otherwise the episode was fine. Um, play count. How many times do you think you've seen it, if at all? I think I have seen it this once. This once. Twice. Damn. Ah, a returning customer. Indeed. Um, this is actually <laughs> probably in the 20s for me. This is one that I've often wow. put on from the late wow. two. Like, I think epi- uh, season 22 is actually, on the whole, pretty good. Like, it was actually hard to pick an episode from season 22 this time. It wow. felt good. Like, I, sorry, I mean, you're, you're right. Like, this, this, this one, and I think I've seen one other from 22, maybe. Um, but... Pacing feels like The Simpsons again. The characters are really on point. Their mm-hmm. voices sound like garbage, but the writing mm. time, is a lot cleaner and mm-hmm. funnier and more compact a storyline. Mm. And it doesn't feel like it's dropped gags in order to get the storyline. Yeah. And there's heart again. My, my chest. I felt something <laughs> stir. There's just a rhythm a in here. Bit. What is this? It's a yeah, this episode was pretty deep, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wonder whether that's why they did the cop-out ending, because they're like, oh, a bit too deep for season 22. Yeah. Vote now. And uh, just sort of, I think it might have been, might have been a bit better if they'd explored the whole uh, implications of Krabappel hitting Bart a bit, but then that would have taken time away from the beard-chewing guy. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, wackiness. Um, Not overly wacky. Yeah, I'd say Homer chasing after Ned and all the obstacles he goes through is probably the wackiest thing. But again, Fighting the octopus. octopus. Yeah. Yeah, a dog doing math. Um, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, as we've seen, like, <laughs> The Simpsons is a documentary after all. Mm, mm. Um, that hobo ripping off Krabappel's head. Yeah. That was probably the wackiest thing. I was a little, <laughs> and what's Krabapple, going on here? And Krabappel falling off the ladder as hey, well. Yeah, People fall off ladders all the time. But it was a funny line as well where it said the weight limit and she goes, oh God, the one day I put cream cheese on the bagel. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a bit, wow. wow. Really? Yeah. Oh. I do like it. It has a pinpoint accurate weight load bearer. Mm. And the second it exceeds mm. that, it just falls off completely. Mm. But again, means to an end. Hearts. Where did the heart lie in this episode? Ah, oh, man. It was full of heart. Yeah. It, I think Homer had heart in this mm, episode. Yeah. He did. Didn't, and his change of heart was good. Yeah, Going through a big turnaround. Throwing random balls into ran, uh, Flanders' yard to... Um, Seeing him as a human. But Nedna, on the other hand, they were just a really fucking insufferable couple towards the end. Edna, Mrs. Krabappel, was the really annoying girlfriend that goes and knocks on the best friend's door and goes, here's what my boyfriend doesn't want like about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose in defense of that, Ned is always the doormat and he's kind of dating someone who's not going to let that happen to him. But Yeah. yeah, it is a bit... I think anyone else that would be more annoying in this kind of circumstance. I'm okay it's with half, it. it's half sweet, except in real life it doesn't work that way. For real, <laughs> except Homer is someone who really had it coming. Mm. Um, 
And yeah. Yeah, damn right. And his garage was literally full of Flanders stuff, <laughs> yeah. including his tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out. I thought there was a bit of heart there in Homer's... Well, no, not really, but there was an opportunity there where with Homer being confronted with himself, you know? Hmm. Marge, I'm not a dickhead bully to Flanders, am I? Marge is like, well, actually, Homer, you're a disgusting piece of human garbage. Don't <laughs> mind <laughs> with you. Sounds just like Marge. Thank you, I've been working on it. <laughs> yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Eh. You know, I think I would. Yes. Me too. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Rick and Morty crossover. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to watch it again. What uh, playlist will we put it in again? Ned Relationships. Yeah. Edna Relationships. Edna Relationships, yeah. Ned um, and Edna Relationships. Bart in Crawl Spaces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bart in the Crawl Space. Uh, yeah. Bart making dummies for other people. Yep, yep. <laughs> Springfield Elementary focused episodes. Uh, children Riots. Child abuse. Child, child abuse. abuse. What, what other wow. episode is on so the child abuse list? Just imagine sitting someone down and going, today we're going to watch my child abuse Simpsons playlist. It's <laughs> 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 all the episodes where they abuse children. Oh God. And for some reason, your oh voice God. just becomes this. There's the one where Maggie has access to a gun. There's the yep. one where Maggie goes missing and passes yep. the mob on her way. There's every episode where Bart gets strangled. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. There's all every episode where Lisa suffers any kind of emotional abuse. Yes, yes. I could go on, I won't, though. It's yeah. a little Bart's bit depressing. Arm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was very abusey. Let's rank this thing! Okay. All right, so on the Simpsons Index, we rank using our patented six-point scale, which starts at the bottom at failure. Or maybe if it was a Met episode, you give it participant. And then the good <laughs> rankings... Go bronze, silver, gold, and then for the best of the very best, tippity topped uh, the essential episodes, those that the Simpsons could not exist without, you give it a cubic zirconia. And I'm going to rank first. Let me show you how it's done. I am giving this one a <gasps> gold. Really? Really? Wow. Surprisingly mm. high, but... Um, you are the kind one. I am, I am the kind one, and... Um, a lot of the things I didn't like about this episode were like more like, eh, whatever. Uh, more like, how stupid were they? How could they think that it work? Why did they think that was funny? Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's a lot to really like about this episode. So, gold for me. Uh, BT, take it away. Um, I'm a little indecided, so let me mull it over for a little bit longer because I was really enjoying it. I started a participant that first, the opening is pretty hardcore participant. We got to a bronze, and I really like the jokes that are threaded throughout. I got some genuine laugh-out-loud moments on this one. I would have gone as high as silver, but I really hate that internet ending. Like, it really irritates me. Yeah. I, I even wrote yeah. down, this one has plot. I like it. Let's Fuck, you bumped me down. I know, <laughs> man. Seriously, Bang. I was about to say no, gold as well. No, you just totally bumped me down, I was shit. about to say gold, and yeah, I, then I'm like, yep, internet ending. God, I am powerful. <laughs> You're right, though. <laughs> that, 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 like, last ten seconds is just... just no, yep. silver. Let that mm. be a lesson to you, kids. Being silver for you too, Danny. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. quite like the truth on mm. your side. Silver for me, Sheridan. I'm caught between silver and bronze, and I was about to go silver, but two elements why I'm about to go bronze. The first is the shitty internet ending. Mm. The second is that I feel like I was making excuses for this ep episode because every other episode around this era is so shit that I'm like, oh, they're almost back to what they used to be. But that's not a good excuse. Mm. So, fuck them. Bronze. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you're saying you don't like it on its own merit, just compared to where compared it's at. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a half-decent episode, but compared to the the ones I've ranked golden cubic before, mm -hmm. it's much less. So, yeah. Oh, fuck that's it, a fair point. Uh, BT? 
Um, hmm. I, again, going to go with my guts here. I'm going to say silver. Because even though I really don't like that internet ending, I think being a product of its time, they're just trying to do something to get some more ratings. And I get that. I don't like it because I really love the plot of this one. I think it's interesting. It had some Mm. lasting impact for the characters. I'm going to forgive that stupid bit just because I think everything else is really solid. And I like that they do make some very serious points that there's some... uh, you know, the second Ned says, I forgive you for that, there's that expression on Mr. Krabappel's face and you know that's where it's going. I'm like, mm. yeah, no, this is good to see that. And that so, was, I, I feel like, something I hadn't really seen a lot. Um, that particular rant of Edna going off at Flanders, I thought that was very unique. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. But I think overall, I got enough laughs. I really like the plot. I'm mm. going to silver. Mm. Nice. Follow the heart guts. All right, cool. Well, that about does it for our HD era episode. And now we're going back to the awkward teens and we're going to watch season 17, episode 18, The Wettest Stories Ever Told. Uh, Elliot, can you say that again with like a fully teenage testy pop voice? We're going to watch The Wettest Stories Ever Told. Yay! I get what I want. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> awkward teens. Yeah, duh. We're going back to our awkward teens. I was sort of expecting Elliot to cut me off as well. We are back! Hey! <laughs> and we just watched... Season 17, episode 17, Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore, uh, first aired, uh, in April 2006, and I know what I said before, but I put in the wrong disc and I couldn't be bothered changing it, so we watched this one instead of that other one I said. Yep. In this episode, uh, in the A story, Homer gets a transfer to India after Mr. Burns decides, after he decides to outsource a nuclear power plant to India and puts Homer in charge, and then Homer gets God delusion. And in the B story, Patty and Selma kidnap Richard Dean Anderson, who then uh, uh, becomes obsessive with them. It's weird. Mm. Guys, what'd you think? I didn't like it. <laughs> it's a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not amazing. Yeah. 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 I kind of wanted to like it. I, I know. know. Yeah. Um, there, were, there were funny moments. When you start with Mr. Burns, I'm usually quite happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But All right, where's this going to go? <laughs> yeah, well, he's called a meeting. They're going to watch a movie. What's it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that there was no Kiss Kiss Bang Bang reference to, or, to, or to the plot no, references or anything. We got an Apocalypse Now reference. Got an Apocalypse Now bit. That was kind of neat. Thank you for pointing that out as well, because mm-hmm. I have not seen that movie Which yet. Which is weird, because they're in India, and Apocalypse Now takes place in Vietnam and Cambodia. And we are back. Sorry, by the way, if you can hear a little background noise happening at the moment. Um, I do live right near the Enmore Theatre, and at the moment there's... Uh, there are hooligans about! <laughs> there are some youths, and they've had a fun time, and they, they like to keep having a fun time in my driveway. It's important to express their excitement, you know? Um, yeah. Indoor voices. <laughs> Just wouldn't... I wish they wouldn't express their excitement all over the side of my building, but... Yeah, I hope they, <laughs> I wish they wouldn't leave their excitement tied up in a condom on the floor <laughs> the next day, either. But, you At know. least they were being safe with their excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is unpleasant, isn't it? Starting out at the start, yeah, it's good to see Mr. Burns and then... Always, um, always delightful to see Mr. Burns. And I liked um, all the bit about, oh, we're watching a movie today. Reminds me of back in school when, you know, you get yeah. to watch a movie, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. When you walk yeah. in the classroom, there's the, that little wheelie set up with the, the VCR and the TV, like, ah, yay! Yep. You know, we're going to watch Ken Burns jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Jazzazz. <laughs> Jazzazz. <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, but no, they just watched a little documentary about how they're being outsourced. And I, li- no. and I liked the ad where it's like, <laughs> working's too hard. Yeah. Is there no solution? Outsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. And then, uh, so the entire planet gets shut down, except for one employee who gets to get sent to India to oversee things. <gasps> Guess who that is. Mm-hmm. Although I like that they decided by having Mr. Burns throw a bouquet into throw a crowd. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, there's riots. Uh, episodes with riots in them. Hashtag whatever that yeah. is. Hashtag riots. Yeah. There was a dude wielding a chain. Remind me of Carl. a road rash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Carl just brought that chain from home and Dude. was just wailing on people in case there was a work dispute today. Was it road rash where you had a chain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, man. Takes me back. Yeah, man. But that's for the Mega Drive Index. <laughs> um, and yeah, they come back to the Simpsons house and this is where the string of bad jokes starts with the paint on thermostat, the paint on phone, and then mm. Um, mm. Lisa announcing, Dad, that's back tonight. Duh. We yeah, yeah <laughs> we don't know who that moon headed guy. Care. I, I don't yeah. do not could, care. It could have been anyone. It could have been a cut out of uh, the Capital City goofball, and I would have understood it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, replace it with anything, and it's still not funny. It's still not a joke. No, Correct. Dad, that's a cut out of um, Darth Vader. No, you'll obey your dark father. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty lame opening in general to this one. <laughs> So then the B story pops up, and mm-hmm. I hate this story because they're just explaining. Oh no! The wait, pl- so, sorry. Um, no, no, no. He 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 does the dial thing and says, "Oh, he'll be here soon." Then he grabs some chalk and draws a guy. There, there we, we go. go. Okay, carry on. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, and then the B plot pops up with um, yeah. So Patty and Selma holding a Richard Dean Anderson convention, and mm-hmm. Bart and Lisa there for no reason, and yep. so basically just someone to Patty and Selma to explain. This is a Richard Dean Anderson convention. And this, and this is, is who Richard Dean Anderson is, in case you forgot. Yeah. Um, and we're was, obsessed with him. It like, was a yeah. shameless like shot of them talking to the camera as well. Yeah. This is Richard Dean Anderson. He was in a show called MacGyver. We're obsessed with MacGyver. Comes back to what we were talking about before. Um, like It would have been fine if they just said they were having a MacGyver convention. We know. We've been watching the show. Patty and Selma mm. like MacGyver. Yeah. But they need to reinstate it at this point. Did uh, someone say all of my names? My <laughs> many names? <laughs> what are you doing here, Richard Dean Anderson? That's my names. Don't wear it out. Is what they should have said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I saw that and I'm like, the lesbist joke, guys. <laughs> Stargate SG-1. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, he was lost and he was on his way to his Stargate SG-1 panel. And he rips on MacGyver and they're like, oh, mm. but that's the thing we like. Yeah. <laughs> the one and only thing. Yep. <laughs> and they also like Nookie in New York, as we've learned from yep. later episodes that were all so bad. Mm. There was a good line at the Stargate SG-1 convention, which was something along the lines of, out of all of the Star franchises, <laughs> uh, Wars, Star- Trek, Gate, Gate and, and Search. Search. <laughs> you are my third favourite. <laughs> I liked the lights went off. And two silhouettes come and crash tackle Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> two and they're very all like, identifiable silhouettes. Yeah, yeah very identifiable <laughs> silhouettes. And there's all this talking of, get him, tie him up, tie crank, clong. Oh, help me, I'm being kidnapped. And then, like, minutes later, the <laughs> lights go on. And then comic book guy goes, <gasps> ah, she's gone. <laughs> and there were, like, at least 50 palm cards that went flying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There must be a Stargate somewhere in the building. Ah, but then but they followed it up with two really terrible jokes of the nerds yeah. going, oh, there must be a Stargate somewhere. Oh, nerd, nerd. And oh, there's like a girl. girl. Somewhere in the audience. Ah. Yeah. Ah, this is a cult. Yeah. Hated that bit so much. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
again, uh, nerd stereotypes. Also, a horde of them just like r- rape molesting poor Willie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Felt poor Willie and his poor Willie. Really did. <laughs> Keep your hands off of Willie. Hey. No, like in the episode we saw the other week where Willie's getting a, uh, you know. Uh, Mobbed by the wee turtles. You know, that's funny. <laughs> Getting mobbed by the wee all turtles. The... <laughs> they but... were too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and this is all sort of in the same scene. Like, they don't cut back to the A story in mm. all this. And, like, sort of three plot points happen that could be, like, a whole episode by themselves. You know, Patty and Sam get disappointed by Richard Dean Anderson. They mm-hmm. kidnap him mm-hmm. and then um, hold him hostage and make him sign Selma's boobs. Yep. Um, so yeah, back to the A story, um, seeing Homer off at the airport and gives him a motivational book about serial metaphors. Yeah, Yeah. it was really unclear. I mean... And other things I learned in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I sort of like how when it came back at the end and he's on stage doing his speech, like, there was the bin on stage with the book, like, he'd only just thrown it out before he was... Anyway, but... Yeah, Mm. but I like that as a bit as... It's already (laughs) in the garbage, that's where he gets it out from. Uh, wait, we, we missed the good line when he gets off the plane. I know, I was just about to say when he gets off. Go, go, go. I, I can't remember his full line, but he's like, hey, where's all this stuff, I assume? And the woman goes, typical American. You confuse India with Indiana, Indiana with Illinois, and the Cubs with the Dodgers. Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good sequence because it was like, it was word funny. Like the words yeah. sounded funny together. I know. Mm-hmm. Illinois. Ha! <laughs> And then Homer declares, hey, this subcontinent, zoom out into the subcontinent of India. In case the audience didn't know that India was a subcontinent. They literally the showed. subcontinent. <laughs> the mm. subcontinent? Yeah. It's it the only subcontinent? The subcontinent? It is called the subcontinent. Really? There might mm. be others, but they don't get they don't get the V at the front. Gotta yeah. love, um, oh, I don't know where in, what India is, but I know it's a subcontinent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From Homer just yeah. there. <laughs> so is that like Cronulla Shire? That is the Shire? Correct. Like, yeah. There are other Shires, yeah. but that's the Shire. What, what's our Shire right now? The uh. the dirty people who've been to a rap concert and pushed shopping trolleys into your house Shire. <laughs> no, I was going to say Hobbiton. Sorry, I'm angry. I just had to fight a bunch of 18-year-olds. <laughs> it was glorious. <laughs> oh, God. There's still blood on her knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just you punched my really microphone instead. You think those hands have been soaking in ivory? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know she keeps her hands clean by using a lot of elbows. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I Elbow just had my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking lady, Pam. <laughs> exactly. It's a to watch. So awesome. Anyway. Um, so heading into Act 2, uh, Homer's fighting with a cow who ate his iPod. <laughs> Yeah, and then he tries to make love to it. No, no, he tries to make out to it. He's he's (laughs) showing he he uh, adores it, so he's all like, "Hey, baby, don't be like that." I guess it's so fucking creepy. It Mm. is. But the weird thing is, the uh, like it goes on for way too long. Him going, "Oh, baby, don't be like that." Do the budgie, and then the crowd go, "Aww." Like, that they're into you it. Know you know what? I just wrote about it a better bit. Just let me run this by you. So, yeah. Lisa's on the phone with him. He's like, you have to show that you adore the cow. And he's like, adore a cow? How do I do that? Cracks a beer, skulls. It was like, this guy here. This guy is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm. Could have done Homer, like, blushing furiously and going, tee Avoiding the cow's gaze. That would have been fun. Yeah. And yeah, I also hate the bit where he's... Um, so Apu's hooked him up with his brother yeah. and he writes the description of him and 
It's it's standard, it's racist, right? It's standard a, racist. All Indians look alike. Yeah. It's the same as as all Asians look alike. Um, it feel it it feels like a very cheap gag, you know. Mm, it's a bit lazy. Yeah. Mm. Although I do like the payoff where he like just starts asking people if they're Apu's brother. Are you Apu's brother? No. Are you Apu's brother? Yes. Oh, finally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did mm. like that. Yeah, but uh, everything else, yeah, it was awkward getting there. Very awkward. Mm. Got some and white guilt there. Mm. But the same joke would have worked without the, the 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 racist bit to start it. Yeah, even just be like, yeah, there are right. a fuck ton of people in this city. Yeah. It's going to take me a long time to find anyone's going to start asking. Mm. Population joke as opposed to physical attributes yep. joke. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because you know what's never racist? Population census. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the thing about Australians is we live in a country of roughly 22 million people. Am I right? <laughs> oh, they went well, there. Well, I don't know if you're right because the census website shut down. <laughs> uh, Someone uh, hacked it and it didn't the work. Dumbest, no, it just overloaded and crashed. <laughs> <laughs> we could be a country of 30 million for all I know. <laughs> all we know is that we're run by dipshits. Um, so in, back in the B story, uh, Richard Dean Anderson makes his escape uh, using the bra and he goes, abracadabra. And I know they were going for like a MacGyver silly moment because they have yeah. like the MacGyver mm. synth underneath. Yeah. But not only that, the blue contacts that he uses to hide his Latino heritage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, uh, the series of... My 200 pound physique. Mm. Mm. I do want to check... Might be a continuity joke here. The bra he uses to slide to zip line down is that not the same bra that when uh, Bart and Lisa were staying at somewhere in Patty's place, the Bart finds in the pantry and is like, "Ay caramba!" Yep. Yeah. Said, said it before and I'll mm-hmm. say it again. Yeah. Ay caramba! Continuity bra. <laughs> Makes sense for Selma and or Patty to have a bra that's like fifty years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to see a better MacGyver escape. Yeah. I it was wanted- a bit lazy. It was yeah. It was like one thing. The, yeah. the, the the I mean, using the the lens was kind of cool to yeah. as a magnifying glass. But to use the lens to get rid of his ropes, it should be use the lens to set off a small firecracker that then flips a knife onto There's a yada, lemon yada, yada, somewhere yada. with copper in it and yeah. <laughs> paddle pop sticks and googly eyes. And yes. So it wasn't illogical enough for you. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like <laughs> made out of with the googly eyes. What does that you... go to? Then the cat gets startled, and then well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? <laughs> um, you remember about the murderer? How uh, Skinner explains how he escapes. He gets the uh, yeah. the cord from the vacuum cleaner and using a discarded cigar tube. I remember a rockets project from a yeah. That's MacGyver. Of, Baking yeah, that's soda. Every yeah, every okay. MacGyver yeah. episode is like a high school science project. Yeah, that's that's a MacGyver escape. Right, okay. But yeah, these uh, he was using the objects. Uh, yeah, okay, I he get just, you. No, I mean, it was a one-two. It was like rope out window, slide down slide down rope. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's Whereas not a science project. Even on The Simpsons, they've had bits like, uh, I don't think me, think the gr- Earth's gravitational pull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I think it did work, lame or not, lame escape or not, because it got him into the like back into the idea of, hey, I'm MacGyver again. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. though the they first needed, escape was a bit shit. They did need him to kind of get on board with the idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's just talk about the rest of the B story now because it doesn't tie back into the A at no, all. Yeah, it is annoying going back and forth. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, so he like comes back to thank them. Oh, you know this um, hostage situation made me really appreciate being MacGyver, and then he gets all obsessive with it, and then um, he starts hassling them at work to recreate scenarios. And well, it's like, tie me up. This time, don't make it easy. So easy. And at first, they're like, yes, sir, Richard Dean Anderson. And they hit him across the head with a hammer twice, really oh. hard. Oh, that's Man. right. And his head sounds like a 
hollow coconut. <laughs> and as Beige quite rightly said when we were watching this, yeah, he's dead. He's dead now. Yeah. That yeah. was a real hammer hammer. Mm. That wasn't like a, a rubber mallet or something. No, it was a hammer. Hidden theme of tonight, um, a character gets hit twice um, <laughs> in a way that guys go, ooh, oh, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, so now he's wearing a wig and he's like hiding in their house at night and shit and just really... Yeah. Fatiguing Patty and so I made MacGyver burgers. We don't have we don't have beef mints. Speaking oh, but I, you do have Slim Jim's cheese grater, and I held it together with rubber bands. Yeah. Close speaking on. of ri- uh, speaking of hidden themes of tonight, also the riots, and mm. also someone swimming down a river. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, burns going down the uh, the, the Ganges. Ganges. That was yeah, so gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so the story with the Richard Dean Anderson ends with Patty and Selma showing him a slideshow. Like, mm. again, another bit of Simpsons pre-knowledge Throwback required. sort of thing, I suppose. And but I have to show some appreciation to Selma's holiday outfit. <laughs> oh, I really yeah. like it. It's like this button-up Hawaiian shirt thing with cargo shorts. Yeah. Yeah. And these, like, Dame Edna-style pointy sunglasses. And yeah, she's got the same expression. expression. <laughs> yeah, deadpan expression in every photo. I love it. Um, yeah, I didn't like the MacGyver storyline really. And I didn't no. like how they were explaining it at every turn as yep. well. This is the part where I'm annoying them. This is the part where they um, get their revenge on me. Like, yeah. Yep. Very anyway. heavy handed, very boring. Back to the A. So you guys really liked Burns' entrance, didn't you? <laughs> it was the one yeah. reprieve in an otherwise reprieve in an otherwise kind of bland bit. It was lovely animation. Um, it was really fluid, sensuous dancing. His face was so serene. He was really enjoying himself. Yeah. And then he like held the lid like it was one of those... Uh, what the, what's the sexy dance called where you use like the umbrella and you flash in front of you? Uh, um, it's like Dancing <laughs> Seven Scarves or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Smithers is like, oh, why are you doing this interest? And he's just like, oh, I'm so I'm melodramatic. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm a showman. Yeah. <laughs> I have to oh, say, so I noticed burns. at the very start of this episode, I love Burns' evil music. Whenever mm. he comes on, it's just like... Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> it's like yep. when Jafar walks into the room in Aladdin or when yeah. Scar comes in in The Lion King. Burns has his own theme. And that's how you telegraph characters with, yeah, musical motifs. Darth Ooh. Vader has his own theme. Mm. Burns has his own theme. Oh, yeah. Mm. As well he should. Mm-hmm. Guys, we need to get our own themes. Uh, so he makes this big entrance and they do a cutaway gag back to Moe's bar where he basically goes to shoot Carl in the face. Yeah. And yeah. Does he pull the trigger pull or does it misfire before he pulls the trigger? It's hard to tell. It looks like it misfires because he pulled this the trigger. This is like a hand versus Greedo yeah, thing. Mm. <laughs> totally. Mm. Moe shot first. <laughs> of course he did. But I don't know. Just given the way that Moe was talking then, like it sounded like he was like, oh, fuck it. Uh, that was the last straw, Carl. I'm shooting you in the goddamn face. Yeah. To be fair, it exploded in Moe's face and he's fine. Yeah. Not very strong bullets. Obviously also made him American, American bullets. Sad. <laughs> Tremendous. And uh, so cut back to India and Homer does this really long extended cognac reference. Mm. Uh, and oh, yeah. it's one that also does sort of like, because we didn't have Johnny Carson in Australia, it's, it's a bit like, what? Dated. It's like 20, 30 years dated. Yeah. 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 I'm a guy over there, have to explain Carson. They're like, oh, the yeah. kids know about kids that. Kids know about Carson. The <laughs> only reason I know the Carson bit is from previous Simpsons episode where they've done the Carson bit. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is fucking 2006. Carson had already been off the air for He'd like 12 years. For a while. 
Oh, the and cutting to the act break of Act Three was the Smithers going, "Oh, Mister Burns, I don't approve of this arranged marriage." And yeah, it just really fell off color for just so many reasons. Yeah, there's a I lot think, in um, this episode that do that. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I, I, you're right. Um, I think that having Simpsons's only main like recurring gay character. Uh, being upset about an arranged marriage, you didn't need to make it a fat joke. It could have just been a woman joke. No, no, that it was. Uh, yeah, they did, obviously the implication is yeah, Smith is not into women, and but then it's like, okay, so Burns has got him for arranged marriage for some reason, and if they had tied it into there's a rich billionaire whose daughter I'd like you to marry, there's like a you know the consolidation of power. But even then, it's just like oh, arranged marriages are a thing in India. Let's make a joke about that. Yeah, Again, it's, it's the whiteboard humour we've coined before where you just write everything you can think of about India on yeah, a whiteboard yeah. and yeah. just tick it off one by one. Let's put that in here yeah. somewhere. And it's just, it's got nothing to do with anything and it's not funny and it's dumb. No, and they do it again with the, the scooped out monkey head brain where uh, Burns is going off to a restaurant. Yeah. I don't want my scooped out monkey head to get cold. And that's not even an Indian thing. That's an Indiana Jones thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've confused India with Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones with Indiana, Indiana with Illinois. Oh, and beautiful. the comes with the Dodgers. Beautiful. And the comes with the Dodgers. <laughs> It goes on and on. Yep. So Homer accidentally becomes good at running the plant because uh, he... No, no, all the workers are already good at their jobs. Yeah, and yeah that's like, right. If we shit. applaud, can we just go back to work? Yeah, let's just applaud. So they all, you know, praise him and then just get on with it. And then he gets the God delusion then where he thinks he's all powerful and then... God um, delusion, band name, called it. <laughs> but before he does, he says, no, I'm it's not a, a God. God has a white beard and something else. And all I could think was, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, I like that it tends to be a common theme in Simpsons that all like underpaid Indian workers are all really clever and well trained Mm. and good people. Um, They do the same when they go to China, when they go to India, uh, Japan. Yeah, um, everyone always outsmarts Homer. They're yeah, just like, they're look always at, in their own language, look at this. To be fair, from that's not hard. Well, no, but <laughs> I mean, the, the the show is always very respectful of other car, not always, but no. mostly <laughs> very respectful. Yeah, of other it's respectful people. to them as people, but as a culture, it pulls yeah. all these really bad jokes. Yeah. That's right, and like as plot points, I like the idea that yeah, they're like, uh, whatever, we'll just get on with work and you know shut this guy up by mm-hmm. liking him, and then. Um, in the next scene, uh, Burns finds out that Homer's told them all about um, workers' rights, workers' yeah. rights, and uh, holidays. And Unionize the workforce. Yeah, all those things that muffin you need. baskets on your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. Did he also tell him about award wages? Like, because you know that's a pretty important right that just got stripped away. Fuck you, Malcolm. Penalty Turnbull. rights. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't think I don't think they have penalty rights in the states. I could be wrong on that. I'm, no. a, I'm pretty right sure I in. think you're wrong. I don't know. Hey there, listeners. Elliot here, live from the editing bay. Just wanted to stop the podcast for a moment to apologize because there's some audio issues coming up now. There was some static on Danny's mic that we didn't notice while recording, and uh, I tried really hard, but I couldn't completely scrub it out while editing. And look, don't worry. It doesn't last for long, just until the end of this segment, which is around another 12 minutes, and then it comes back to normal for the last segment of the show. Anyway, really, really sorry about that, but... Also, just want to take this moment to say thank you for listening. Like, we really enjoy making this podcast. It's a lot of fun, and we're just thrilled that people seem to like it. All right, so that's enough from me. Let's get back to the show. So what was the Apocalypse Now reference? Like, I didn't Uh, get it. So Homer assumes himself to be a god because he does. 
And uh, then we then transition to Mr. Burns, for some reason, picked up the rest of the Simpson family and come in. And so they're starting off with the boat going up a river. It's got uh, This Is The End by The Doors playing, and that's very prominently featured throughout Apocalypse Now, which is about traveling up a river to kill uh-huh. a man who was a colonel in the army who now is worshipped like, worship, worship, worship like a god. Yeah, And I'm guessing that's where they're pulling Om Nom Shavai from. Uh, just kind of the chant. Well, that actually means... Uh, vote for the workers' union. Yeah, <laughs> but now everyone standing on boats in in this, they're all in homey uniforms. Uh, in Apocalypse Now, they're just in tribal paint. But uh, yeah, they didn't run with that, did they? Because then they go inside uh, the plant, and Homer's like wearing god garb, and everyone else is just wearing what they normally wear. Mm. Yep. Like, way to not run with your own thing. Hey, 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 hey! Simpsons jokes, especially bad Simpsons jokes, work best in the background rather than pointing them out too much. Mm. <laughs> Um, I, I actually kind of missed this joke, but you guys really laughed at it when Mr. Burns says something to Smithers. Smithers is like, I told you Simpson was a bad choice. And he goes, something like, I told your brother to shut the hell up. I told you so has a brother. I told you so has a brother. <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> nice. That's pretty good burn from Burns. Mm. Burns burn. Um, and now on Ken Burns' Burns Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring Monty Burns' best burns. <laughs> And yeah, the monkey versus elephant thing made me uncomfortable. Like, I liked the little, you know, Bugs Bunny cartoon type reference, uh, Acme cartoon reference, where he's like, in mon- they're translating the monkey language yeah, to say, monkey, yeah, nice elephant wouldn't hurt a little monkey. Yeah. See, I thought they'd that go to cute. like a Indiana Jones bit where monkeys are like, with the, the and then sword. the elephant <laughs> pulls out the gun. on him. Elephant pulls the gun. That'd be yeah, good. Why not? Um. Yeah, and there's so little left. You're not even missing. Yeah. Them. Um. Yeah. That's basically it. Um. Before that, they're all like, "Um, this man is not a god." And they're like, "Yeah, we know. He just told us about you know yeah. workers' rights and unions and sick pay and mm. Burns fires them all, and they're all like, "Yes, two months paid leave, paid severance, severance pay." pay. Yeah. <laughs> and and then yeah, he says, "Yeah, I'm gonna go, um get some workers' I'm gonna get real some- desperate schmucks." Yeah. I'll go to Springfield. Resets to zero. And then they do a Bollywood fucking outro. Oh, it was terrible. Like, and to be fair, much like the Lady Gaga episode, I think we can all assume that all four of us are not that crash hot on the films of Bollywood. Look, I actually don't mind here and there. Um, I I mean, as a a style, it's gaudy and flamboyant and it's pretty things to have in the background. But... I felt like they dropped Cannon really quickly. Suddenly, Selma and Patty and Richard Dean Anderson yeah. were there. Um, the monkey was sw- swinging the elephant around by its tail. Mm. Another um, lazy ending, really. Yeah. I'm not a Bollywood fan, but I don't think that's relevant. I think it was just a lazy ending. It was a very lazy ending. Yeah. 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 You know what? It was the last thing on the chalk on the on the whiteboard, and they're like, yeah. "How do we fit a Bollywood oh, yeah, dance Bollywood. in the uh, <laughs> yeah. last two minutes of yeah, the episode?" <laughs> <laughs> Although the, all the dance moves were so in keeping, like Smithers when he's like doing the fingers, the yeah, <laughs> yeah. but they dragged patting the, the dog while screwing yeah. the light bulb, yeah. But yeah, Smithers dancing went on way too long. Like it, it, it was at the point that you were like, "Is this? Is this they still going?" Been fading out as it was happening. Yeah. 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 Um. No, it was a all round just disappointment, and it felt tacky and tacked on. I would have liked to have seen Burns floating down the Ganges again, doing a dance in the river. Yeah, what was with that floating down the Ganges? Anyway. Again, another whiteboard thing. Yep, Corpses whiteboard, in the river. Yep. Time for the questionnaire. 
Let's tick off some questions. It fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wait, well, we, well, we haven't yet. gotten to that question yet. Oh, yeah. Um, did, did it, it fucking suck? suck? <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah, this thing. Uh, mm. Storyline, yeah. A and B story with the India in the A and the RDA in the B. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it feel like a no? I took an RDA in the B once. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> did not feel like a Simpsons episode. I could see what they're going for. Um... Their episode, they do. There are a lot of episodes where they go on the adventure, they meet and greet the culture, and they learn a little bit about themselves, and everything resets yeah. to normal. Um, it's all it's classic Simpsons style. It's mm. Simpsons are going too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but and it's just so gaggy. And same with the Richard Dean Anderson story. It felt like padding. Like yeah, mm. that neither story could um, fly on True. their own. This they is an enti- This is an episode consisting entirely of padding. Yeah. So it's mm. where you, you open up the box and get out the styrofoam peanuts and they keep more styrofoam peanuts and then you've just got an empty box. Mm. It felt really bad writing or like clunky writing for me that they had a plot in India and a plot in Springfield happening simultaneously and yeah. there was no link between them. They didn't resolve together. Like if you're arguing why have all. one in, Sims, no. in Springfield at all... Um, if you're not going to link them together somehow, if there's no point for it to be yep. there, and you know don't be, isn't it Hitchcock said that? If there's no point for it to be there, don't have it there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that, you could tie it together really easily by, you know, some, uh, Patty and Selma are trying to get away from Richard Dean Anderson. They're around the Simpsons place. Mr. Burns shows up and says, your husband's gone power mad and I'm going to get him back. And then Richard Dean Anderson's like, that sounds like a job for MacGyver. Yeah. And then that's why they all go. Yeah. Would yeah. have taken a minute. Boom. Chess? What was the question? Did, Did it, it fucking you? suck? <laughs> Did it? Yes, it <laughs> fucking sucked. Play count. How many times do you think you've seen it? Tremendous. Thrice. I mean, once. Huge. Once. I think I may have actually seen it like two or three times. Oh, sad. Um, I know. I know. Uh, how many times, Chess? Thrice. This is your third. Mm. Oh. Or did you just want to say thrice? It's, it's a fun <laughs> Not word. Not once, but twice, but, but twice. twice. <laughs> it was a happy coincidence. Um, I reckon this is about my fourth. No, it would have been good, but you know, you know what this episode was missing? Those pipes from the nuclear plant that led to India. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> dance, dance, dance. <laughs> oh, should have installed that first. Wacky nurse. Yeah, all the boings, all the yeah. blings, and all the Bang. none of it needed to be there. The nope. burn um, snake charmer. That was wacky. Was yeah, burn snake charmer was good. Burns. Um, yeah, like this is like where it's gag wacky, wacky bad gag. I didn't mind Uh, I'm inviting you to a party because now I'm God or whatever the card said that was kind of funny my phone will still be the same Mm -hmm. Um, I also really liked uh, behind one of these doors is Homer Simpson behind the other is a Bengal tiger (laughs) but they both have tigers in them (laughs) one of the Bengal tigers is named Homer Simpson like ooh that's good yeah he's got us he got us that was some good wacky (laughs) but the heart there was no heart. No. Nope. There's no heart. There was a lot of creepy Kalima. in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Kalima. <laughs> Someone has pulled the beating ah, heart out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Would you watch it again? I mean, did it fucking suck? It fucking sucked. <laughs> Let's rank this thing. Do we have to? Take it away, Shez. Patissa failure. For something you've been yelling fucking suck the entire time, I'm surprised you're on the, uh, you're saying that. Yeah, we but get so much I, angry about some of the other ones. When it when it comes down to the moment, my anger is all show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which side of uh, Patissa failure are you falling on? Failure. Failure? The reason that I struggle to say failure is because that Lady Gaga episode was just the worst of the worst of the worst. Yeah, Yeah, once you've seen the depths of hell, it's like, oh, this is a little colder here, but it still sucks. Yeah, it's hard to put this on that same level, but it's close. It doesn't hurt me anymore, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I have no feeling left. (laughs) She can't hurt me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What do you reckon, Danny? I've got to say participant. Like, it was... Bland and uneventful. Didn't leave a really bad taste in my mouth, but left me feeling like, hey, if we had some some pens and a budget, we could have done this way better. Easily. Mm. Sure. All right, BT. Uh, I was, I'm going to call it a failure. Okay. Now you're, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was trying to do a bit, but I didn't execute it well. <laughs> BT, fine, what did you think? Uh, I was all, I'm also kind of sitting on a piece of failure. I've... Sp- not the most it doesn't vary into the offensively bad but it is still pretty damn bad yeah. to me it just crosses the line into failure yeah so yeah i just it's yeah. boring and i don't want to watch it again and i'm going to leave the room if it's on mm. i wasn't completely appalled like the yeah. gaga episode but i didn't like it that has the dubious honor of being worst episode ever for mm. us so far i thought so. no there wasn't there one other that you thought there was, was. Worse? i've i've balanced them out between what's to expect what bart's expecting That's and when one. lisa goes gaga and mm. i have come to the conclusion gaga is worse yes i'm mm. glad you finally got there because i haven't seen the other one but i can't imagine anything worse oh, do you want to watch gaga it now it's so <laughs> no. bad and so yeah failure from you Pete. Yeah. That's a failure. Yeah, it's a failure from me as well. Um, yeah, the offensive race stuff, like, counted um, the stuff about the plot that I did like. Um, and, yeah, there was good things that they could have worked on. And like you said, you know, bottle of whiskey and a few pens, we could have done a way better job of it. So, And, yeah, the whole Richard Dean Anderson thing announcing the plot of fuck it, fuck it. All right, so we're going into our classic episode now. And just before I do... Some of our more astute fans would have noticed that on the competition uh, section of the website, as you know, we have our monthly competition where you suggest a Simpsons episode. If we pick your episode, I send you a prize box. Now, some of you might have seen that on the competition page, there was a special mystery set of episodes that if you guessed what um, the link was between the episodes, you could win an extra big prize box. And someone did it. Someone noticed that we hadn't reviewed an episode 11 of any season since we'd started. Now, wow, yeah. that is astute. I know, that's that's sharp. I didn't intend for it. Like, I, I noticed around episode 22 that that had happened, that I hadn't epi- uh, reviewed a single episode 11. Um, and just thought it, sort of thought to run with it and sort of hit a hidden competition inside the competition. But wow. it took someone about four weeks to figure it out. So I'm good still effort. impressed, man. That's so good. anyway, congratulations to Trisha Bogomil, who said that her and her uh, Simpson trivia pals figured that one out. So we've got an extra big prize box with 11 prizes in it there for you. Nice. nice. Good on you, Trisha. Mystery. I can't um, believe so people listen to us that much. I know. I know, it's flattering, Enough to notice that stuff, right? (laughs) If I could blush, I would. (laughs) And she suggested that we review Lisa's date with Density from season eight. Um, Is is that a Back to the Future reference? Date with Density? Yeah, I'm your Density. That's awesome. But no, this is the one where uh, Lisa goes out with uh, Nelson Muntz. Oh, because he's Mm. dense. It's not a Back to the Future reference. Still, I am your density. So anyway, um, yeah. So to congratulate uh, Trisha on winning, yeah, we're going to review Lisa's date with density and... um, That. That's all the mustard in the house. (laughs) That's my new catchphrase. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Wobble-dub-dub-dub. That's my new thing. That's what I say. Mm, Grass. 
Tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> Leave that with the Rick and Morty index. Oh, Till then. I want to hear you say that mustard thing more often. That's all the mustard in the house. <laughs>watched our classic episode for the evening as suggested by Trisha. It is season 8, episode 7, Lisa's Date with Density, uh, first aired in December of 1996 and in this episode um, Lisa develops a crush for the schoolyard bully Nelson Muntz (gasps) and in the B story, Homer uh, obtains an auto dialer and scams the town of Springfield one dollar at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, what'd you think? Dude, it was so good. I just left me feeling so good about it. Yeah. My oh. feels, I have them. This is what I needed after that last medium ochre <laughs> episode. And the episode before, which was like, yeah, hey, this is decent. But, you know, it's not like classic We're gonna era. We're going to fuck it up in the end with yeah. a whole lot of... Yeah. Why don't you dial into our phone scam? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, internet scam. And then, bam, just this could not have gone better. I'm... I, I'm I'm very happy about this one. Mm. This was great. Uh, um, a good old Lisa Fields episode as well. But um, the thing that I was surprised with, yeah, you think about it as the Lisa Nelson episode, but I think you pointed it out, man. There's a lot of excellent Millhouse in this episode. <laughs> there's a so lot of Millhouse. Oh man, uh, yeah. poor guy just gets ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Let's get to the um, beginning where um, Superintendent Chalmers is telling Skinner oh, about his new car. Skinner. That's how the thing opens. Yeah, opening line. Skinner! <laughs> beautiful, beautiful start. Grab you by the attention. And you know what they say, when, they've, when you've got their attention firmly in your fist, uh, their hearts and minds will follow. I'm, ex- I'm sure that's how that saying goes. You can squeeze their attention, you can give it a twist. <laughs> My attention feels vulnerable right now. <laughs> as long as you and your attention have a safety word. Um, so, yeah, I, I love Chalmers' line here of, you know, I always thought a car was all about getting from A to B and on weekends C. <laughs> Just great phrasing. That was before I laid eyes on a Honda Accord. Yeah. It was like oh 1987 Honda Accord. I've never noticed that it's a shitty car before. It is oh, such yeah. a shitty car. I was just never paying that much attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but like for its day, wasn't it like? Uh, no, I think that's the no, entire. No, it is the oh. teacher's. He's car. even got the line in it. Um, well, I'm on a superintendent's pay wage that covers both food and car. Yeah. <laughs> Such a a subtle dig at, at, at Skinner as well. He's usually not so actually negative to Skinner, but like, uh, Skinner's all like, "Oh, I have to pay off my mommy." And yeah. Superintendent is like, "I make way money. <laughs> you poor piece Enough of shit. Enough to afford to feed myself and own a vehicle." <laughs> <laughs> but shock horror! The shiny silver H has gone disappearing from his uh, hood. Gasp. Audible gasp! How will people <laughs> be impressed with his car? How are you gonna know it's a Honda? <laughs> um. And at, the, uh, at this stage, they cut to Homer, who's at the Quickie Mart. And I like this scene because he loads... It, it, this is the one where he loads the donut up with lots of candy and tries to pass them off as sprinkles to Apu. This one is not a sprinkle. <laughs> and that's what donuts is now. They yeah, are, I know, like, right. A Jolly Rancher is a sprinkle now. Yep. A Twizzler is definitely a sprinkle. Yeah. It's a different world. Mars Bar. I know it was a mound bar, but in Australia, Mars Bar... 
totally a sprinkle now. Yeah, yeah. This Mars is... Bar Donut. That actually sounds unadventurous for donuts these days. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> the, it's more like red velvet maple bacon donut. Yeah. It was in 1996. I mean, 21 years later, donuts have come a long way. Holy I know. Roll that word around. 21, 21. years. Yeah. Wow. I'm an, I'm old, Elliot. I'm an old man now. Yep. See, when you were watching this episode, you were like in primary school or some shit. Going, man, yeah. someday I'm going to own a Honda Accord. <laughs> someday I'm going to own a donut with a mound bar on it. <laughs> <laughs> and now you can't get anything that isn't salted caramel. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought that was funny. But this leads to Homer seeing the cops dumping... Uh, um, Evidence All from the property of Jimmy the scumbag. <laughs> I really expected better from Jimmy the scumbag. <laughs> Man, Wiggum just like talking about what life in prison is going to be like yeah. for him. Oh, wow. Fuck. Wow. So dark. But I love, I love that, yeah. But it has the payoff when he goes, yeah, the only way out is suicide. <laughs> and he's got to telemarketing here. Yeah. 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 You're going to get beaten and raped and shat on by the guards and you're going to eat grubby, mealy worms and we're going to fucking... We're, we're gonna love it we're gonna sit you down and we're gonna put you in a fucking electric chair and now we, maybe we'll pull the trigger maybe we won't you know what it went on it was like that but worse yeah the and then Homer's just like telemarketing eh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything wrong with this uh, I think it's a, it's a great Homer bit so yeah. yeah you might know it at home this is yeah Homer and the auto dialer send one dollar to happy dude um, let's talk about everything with the base story now, except the ending when the two stories come together. Sure, why not? But yeah, Marge's a uh, little interrogating, like, but you're not going to scam our neighbours, are you? Let me show you how it works. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> yep, um, so sets up the uh, happy dude, you know, just send one dollar to be as happy as me. Yep, and tries it out on Burnsy. I'd be happier with the dollar. <laughs> I love Mr. Bird just coyly playing with the, the phone cord <laughs> during this. Yeah. Again, just everything Birdsian is my favorite. And but. playing with the dollar too. Playing with the dollar, <laughs> being like, hmm, mm. happiness or a dollar. You really watch him weighing it yeah. up. He's like, you know what? I think I choose the dollar. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, what, like it's actually just a quick, cute little story that they just cut to like oh, yeah, every it's... now and then. And it's actually good that they managed to tie it back into the main plot somehow hmm. i feel like someone got really excited when they figured out how to bring the two together i really like the frink bit yeah where yeah. he gets dialed and he just hears homer on the thing and he's like why it's the at5000 yeah. my very first patent i hope your wheels still work but before that he's just no a knight can't move like that you stupid arm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just playing chess with a robotic arm. yeah fighting with the arm <laughs> but yeah the wheels was so great it is like so like inventory like classic yeah. frink yeah, yeah. Inventor shit. Of course, he'd build in wheels so it could come home eventually. In the event that someone <laughs> stole it. Come home to Frinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, then Homer just chases it down and snaps all its legs off. Yep. Like you do to any child that runs away. Oh, yeah. That's but, like, like, he home. was so nonchalant and unsurprised. <laughs> uh, uh, that, like, yeah. no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a what the hell? It's a no. <laughs> and, Bad uh, magic machine. I, and, do, I do love him quickly driving home that one day. Stopping the car, jumping out, <laughs> oh, getting to the so mailbox. Woohoo! Two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and poor Abe and Jasper just sitting yeah. there in the Feel top. any happier? A little. Yeah. <laughs> I think to to someone of Homer Simpson's intellect, mm -hmm. trying to use the word in the diplomatic term. Yeah. 
to, to someone of Homer's intellect, all machines are magic machines, essentially. Yep. And probably to us as well. Fair well, fair. there's the fair fair. there's the old was it Clark who says uh, any sufficiently advanced oh, technology yeah. will be indistinguishable from Damn. magic. We've but Hitchcock and Clark. If you're an idiot, then all technology becomes indistinguishable from magic. Mm. So whereby Shit, man, I don't know how a fucking audio interface works. Dude, I don't even know how laptop. the erasable pen works. So <laughs> I'm that... surprised I've gotten this podcast out to people who I don't know. It's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? But uh, yeah, man, um to Homer, every machine is a magic machine. So why would he be surprised? Legs. Yeah, oh it's doing <laughs> machine stuff. Yeah. Machines do that. <laughs> Maybe this is what Yeah. Hey, well, when you put a man on a move, why can't a telemarketing machine have wheels? <laughs> <laughs> Always comes back to the moon. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the machine does fuck up and get stuck uh, auto-calling uh, Flanders. And I like how they cut back to this again when uh, um, a bit later. But yeah, just the whole thing of them arguing so loudly that it would piss off Homer as well. Like <laughs> oh, man. bringing the annoying circle full circle. Yep. It is weird and hilarious. <laughs> and lovely. yeah, so on point for Flanders as well. I can't, like, what if my mother calls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although you really get like the boot from Maud, who's like, you shut it up, you unplug the phone now, or you're sleeping on the lawn. Not on even, the lawn. Not even the couch. Yeah. Not even in your weird <laughs> Beatles collection. Yeah. Like on the lawn. Yeah. I think I'm starting to agree with Sheridan from last episode. She she may have had death coming. She's hardline. Oh, yeah. yeah you might have noticed, uh, fair listener, that she has disappeared. Um, fair listener. Yeah, no, that's accurate. They're all beautiful people. Mm. You're all beautiful people, especially you, Trisha. With that brain that figured things out. <laughs> um, so yeah, Sheridan. What what happened to Sheridan? Uh, well, last we saw of her, she just yelled, she was "Elbow deep." <laughs> Them damn kids are back. <laughs> Jumped through Elliot's window, which is tough because you have bars on your windows. Yeah. And then just started hitting them. And the last thing we heard was squelching. Mm. <laughs> Dull fuds. Yeah. <laughs> M- sound of meat. Please of stop, stop. He's already dead. You know. <laughs> So that about does it for the happy dude portion of the No way show. out except and, suicide. Until the, <laughs> until the end. But we'll get back to that. I really we'll just... What, before we move on, I, mm. I, I want to actually just say the same thing Elliot's already said, but I really like Homer getting so angry at Ned and Maud arguing about the thing. Um, it's like that gag could not have been funnier. There's no other mm, combination. There's no version of it. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> well, we've got to have someone being getting called about this again and again and getting angry. Um, but we, uh, or, or it's the middle of the night. Someone's got to get angry at them. It's a perfect circle to have Homer <laughs> just like screaming at them about Homer the fucking calling about them the all the time. Keeps interrupting them. It's amazing. It's so tight. Mm-hmm. And they don't ever get pissed off at Homer, even though it's clearly him. Yeah, but they <laughs> don't know. Well, true, they should know his voice. Quite yeah. <laughs> and the address. Mm-hmm. Also true. Wait a minute, that sounds like our neighbors. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that about does it for Happy Dude, yeah? Mm, I think so. We're back at the start of the episode. Yeah. Um, the H is still missing from Super Nintendo Chalmers' car. Yeah, they've tried busting um, the one off of Kearney's uh, Hyundai. Oh, Kearney was not happy with that. No. And they run away like little little kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and so uh, Skinner goes door-to-door lockering. Um, this is sort of like... I, I love the, 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 the Bart gag there. Um, oh, yeah. I wouldn't look in there. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I will. I'm just going to get my face right in there. Half a dozen eggs. Well, that's... 
Well, there's the other dozen. There's the full dozen. I we can count the number of eggs that hits his face at one point, at yeah. one time. Mm. Um, and so then he gets down to, we cut forward a few more more mm. lockers and we get down to uh, Nelson's. I love this moment where Nelson is just such a cool cat that no wonder girls are swooning where he's just like, well, this just leaves Nelson months. And he's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, bitch. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, well. Well, who's ha hawing now? I don't know, but he's got bad tuna breath. Yep. Ooh! Oh, Prize open Nelson's locker, and there's nothing there. <gasps> no, no, no! Beating against the wall and katunk fake back. Double bluff. Ah, and there's a principal, oh, sorry, a principal's ransom worth of stolen goods, <laughs> including the uh, missing H. Yeah. Powerful stuff. And around this time, they plant the seed with um, Lisa and Millhouse there. Where what do people like? Um, want? Why does Nelson have to be so cool all the time? Who do you think is impressing? Millhouse is like not me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that was planting the seeds for Millhouse's jealousy over the whole situation. So yeah. then uh, Skinner sentences Nelson to uh, the worst like work known to man. Nelson as well. Yeah. Janitorial yep. work. <laughs> I'm alright. Oh, he had us up. Ah, well, yes. Um, uh, and Take a good look. The... This is your future. What a motherfucker, man! I know. I know. Really, Willie is just there to get shat on <laughs> again and again. Poor guy. Hey, he, that Willie only takes a certain amount of slapping around. <laughs> Until that one where they're snowed in, he literally says, "That's the last time you slap your Willie around." <laughs> it's not even me doing this. It's not even me. Oh man, I'm not juvenile. I'm just referencing Titmouse. Um, but anyway, so then we go to uh, Lisa's in music class, uh, naturally, where they're uh, talking about, we'll play Pop Goes the Weasel, then Star Spangled Banner, and then if we're called back for an encore, Pop Goes the Weasel again. <laughs> uh, sorry, I uh, skipped over the um, yeah. people getting all their loot back. Oh, yes, we did too. Well, yeah, this episode is so dense. It's our day know, with a right. dense episode. <laughs> um, yeah, pacing, so they're in the school gym and Principal Skinner said, okay, you've got to give back everything you've stolen and apologize to everybody and I love how he yeah stole smokes from Mrs. Krabappel <laughs> just goes shove it ma'am yeah and yeah he totally kicks Lisa in her big butt I know man yeah well, he's just like dang Lisa your ass is it legit it don't quit he's um, not up to that yeah he's just your 36, butt's big 24 36 n- <laughs> not unless you're 19 foot tall god damn you're so good at quoting these episodes <laughs> that was so mix a lot. Maybe got back done as badly as I could possibly imagine. I think, she's, I think it's not, not, not unless she's 5'3 or yeah. something like that. 19 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> this just saw Miss Woman will destroy us all. <laughs> so, yeah, but then you've got Lisa. Yeah, Lisa calls him out and says, Why do you got to be a jerk all the time after getting her microscope back? And he's like, I don't know. Why is your butt so big? <laughs> and just, yeah, put. Totally kicks a poor girl in Kick, a kicks butt. Kicks her in a butt. There is actually a later on episode which um, Lisa's big butt um, is yeah. a part of the storyline. Oh, what? I know. Yeah. yeah. Le- well, Whoa. Lisa feel- gets some body image problems, feels she has a big butt. So there's precedent. Maybe Lisa does have a big butt. We can't really tell on this animation. Hard to tell, yeah. And I don't really want to think about an eight-year-old animated girl's butt. No. So moving on. So yeah, and uh, Lisa's in her music lesson and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pop goes the weasel bit, and then this is with the legendary bit oh, where oh, Nelson is bit. on <laughs> uh, groundskeeper Willie Judy and the noozle on the end of the hoose. That the yeah. noodle on the end of the house. <laughs> the moose. The noodles. Noo- what noodles? The noozle. 
And then this is followed up by bit number two. Oh, man. Yeah. So Lisa, just as good. Lisa's laughing at him and she's like, oh, no, I was just laughing at something outside. And he's like, Lisa likes Nelson. Like, <laughs> she does not. Janie likes Millhouse. Millhouse likes Lisa. He does not. Janie likes, likes Millhouse. Mil- <laughs> Uda likes, likes Millhouse. No, nobody, nobody likes, likes Millhouse. Mil- <laughs> uh, again, just a. Like, it, there's not there's, there's an actual joke there. It's just a great collection of words. And why did the kids repeat Millhouse twice at the end? Why <laughs> did they was funny. skip yeah, they over? They all got confused. Chinese whispers. Yeah, um, yeah. And classic. It, it's that great little schoolyard thing where you just be like, "Oh my god, you looked at a girl." <laughs> Yeah, you totally like, like a girl. It. Oh my yeah. god, cooties! And then uh, I, I mean, mean, nobody likes Millhouse is such a good punchline. <laughs> nobody likes Millhouse. The teacher has to interrupt this entire chant to remind yeah. them that no, children, you're wrong. Nobody likes Millhouse. But yeah, it's one of the common bits on you see on the Simpsons against liberals page where, um, it's, yeah, nobody likes Malcolm Turnbull. Or nobody likes Abbott. <laughs> So yeah, Lisa gets in trouble for starting this whole uh, hoo-ha, and she has to write on the chalkboard 50 times, I will not be a snickerpuss. For those of you playing at home, once again, learning words on the Simpsons Index, we have someone who laughs a lot at silly things. Wow. Is a snickerpuss. Really? Oh my god. Someone that snickers. Mm. Someone that snickers. There we go. Uh, mm. Did you know it's a supperkins backwards? I did not know that. <laughs> there you but go. Now it, and yeah. now we know. I want to go to the Suffolk Kings for dinner sometime. (laughs) (laughs) They sound delicious. Hmm. uh, While writing out, I know I will not laugh like a sticker puss. I will not be a sticker puss 100 times. Nilsson interrupts and she's like, I'm only here because of you, jerk. And he's like, yeah, well, you're doing that the stupid way. Use the doohickey with the six chalks to draw the staves and that'll go much faster. Five. I was a teacher. Five. (laughs) You went to music uni, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't mean I paid attention. (laughs) I was a teacher making someone write 500 times, I wouldn't leave that right next to where she's writing 500 times. Well, he didn't think of it either. And then empty the room. Mm. Um, also, I mean, I pointed out there, and it's not important, but there was no ladder there, and she'd clearly written like seven feet high in, in on the blackboard. Yeah. Uh, there's no way that happened. Maybe uh, she like jumps for every stroke. Check, a wizard did it. Uh, the the dealie with the five it. chalks has an extender arm. Yeah. So yeah, after Lisa takes up Nelson's advice, she starts looking at him and she can't stop staring at him. And I like in oh. this moment that she's falling for him and she goes... While oh, he's, he's trying sh- to knock down a nest of bees <laughs> with a rake. Mm. I'll get to the bees, but um, I like in this moment how she goes, um, She sh- he sure is ugly though. Like, I thought that was just a really funny telling thing of how she was falling for him. Yeah, oh, I like that we the audience know, oh, she's falling for him. It's like... Sure is ugly though. Yeah. So yeah, a little, little sudden misdirect, but then you're like, nope, that's where we're going. Yeah. Lisa's got a crush. And then Nelson lobs the beehive at Willie. <laughs> Catch the football. All right, I'll. Ah! <laughs> yeah, and Willie is so like up for it. All right, I'll hey, give it a. No! <laughs> he's such an optimist. Yeah. Poor Willie. <laughs> swell guy. Poor, poor Willie. Well, now he's a swollen guy. Oh! oh. Not as swollen as N- Millhouse in the next scene. Ah, I keep getting my Nelsons and my Millhouses mixed up. Mixed up. Mixed up. <laughs> you keep getting your mix and your mixes mixed, mixed up. This is a dense episode. It man. is. Oh, so, so much, much going on. Mm. So yeah, uh, Lisa gives uh, is a, at lunch and says, "Oh, you won't believe it! I finally have a crush on someone. It's Nelson." And he uh, breathes milk out of his nose so hard his milk explodes and Pops it rains milk for a good two seconds. Beautiful animation. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So and uh, and yeah, 
you could say I want to bring out the Millhouse in Nelson, but I'm all Millhouse. Like <laughs> this poor guy, oh, like man. he's just so blatant, and Lisa's just so like, yeah, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just layers can on. You give, like... Can you give Nelson this in class? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love man. The next it's so mean, but so funny. Yeah, just passes the note down. That's oh, right. We first got the Millhouse. Um. Just do whatever she said. Once she knows she'll do anything she says, she'll be... Fuck, I can't remember how it ends. She'll I respect quit. you. <laughs> she'll finally respect you, me. <laughs> she'll uh. finally respect you. Like, <laughs> uh, women, am I right? <laughs> We've all been a Millhouse. <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah, let's just replace Friendzone with Millhouse. <laughs> Man, oh. I'm in the Millhouse. Oh, Break. Yeah, tough. <laughs> Asked her out and she just said, I see you as more of a millhouse. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. I know, wow. I just came up with the sweetest burn a woman will yeah. ever give me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, N- Millhouse then passes the note down to Nelson in class. It's just a guess who likes you and kind of pans back and he's just eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doing the twiddly fingers. Smash cut to Gurney getting wheeled into an ambulance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you reckon he did that in class as well? And like, or I think it was immediate. Yeah, yeah. There was no even like pause. But he was able to just walk away from it, even though he beat him so severely that they had to pack his ears with gauze. There's only so much detentions you can give a guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> just let him kill people. They've already got him on janitorial duty. Mm. Yeah, there's no lower according to Skinner. So, so we'll just tolerate violence. <laughs> So Lisa in, um, admits to Nelson that she's got a crush on him and they sort of have this awkward little, um, so what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, she invites him over to um, the Simpson house. And I like it in this moment as well because it was a scene transition where, yeah, that was when Homer was giddily hopping home. And so the next scene took place in the Simpsons uh-huh. house. And it's, it's something that's just not that important, but it like... It transitions nightly because we go back to the, uh, the B plot then that gives us a location then we go back to A yeah yeah in the same location it works totally and she's trying to put the kitty in the cradle <laughs> and I just feel like I've seen this so many times throughout my life oh you should see my pet do it she loves it's it it's the cutest thing yeah. <laughs> I mean any second totally now misreading the situation there <laughs> bringing the big bully over to your place and <laughs> but I also like that Lisa is eight yeah <laughs> yeah yeah she's so eight there yeah <laughs> yeah just like what she think he'd like like her girly room and decorations happy little elves and well, what but yeah i mean she's a, she's a smart person but also she's eight and this is what she thinks is hilarious yeah, yeah. so uh yeah, I, I actually really like that but it's, it's one of those we've talked about it before the few moments where the kids feel like kids and to me this is one of those points yeah like there's times when they do like kids having romantic relationships in the newer episodes and they sort of do like them doing adult things Mm. but this is kids falling in love and still doing kids things yeah Um, and then bart walks in freaks out and nelson's there and gets the great line like least i'm never gonna say this again but you can do better yeah yeah (laughs) and then the the one i put the note i want to read out is um well millhouse likes you yeah millhouse likes vaseline on toast (laughs) it's so amazing i've said that a million times in my life because like everyone knows what that's from and everyone knows it's so indicative of just how bland a a fucking wet fish of a kid is (laughs) but 
Vaseline. Like, I know. <laughs> I just super love my sequence of notes here is Lisa likes Millhouse, nobody likes Millhouse, Mills Millhouse note dash eyebrows, Millhouse likes Vaseline on toast. <laughs> <laughs> Millhouse likes Vaseline on toast. <laughs> nobody likes Vaseline on toast. This kid, the, the, the unwritten star of this episode. Oh, absolutely, and I never noticed, and it's great. Oh. Yeah, so Nelson returns the favour and invites Lisa ba- uh, over to his place. and mm-hmm. uh, We don't have many people over since John Dad went nuts. Yeah, that's it's right. Like, it's not much, but it's... I think we've got to watch that dark. Nelson mm. Dad episode soon. It's gonna... Yeah, I, I think we got a lot of confirmation on uh, Barney actually being Nelson's dad. We've discussed it before, I think. Yeah. He's donated a lot of sperm. <laughs> Makes, they look exactly they the same. They have identical faces. Yep. And but you know like... Nelson's a future alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. So when we do then quickly go to a bit... I've noticed the Nuke the Whales post before, but this is the first time I noticed the other two bumper stickers that are up there. One, they bomb the Arabs will take their oil, and Bob the Indians will take their casinos, yeah. and then Nuke the Whales, <laughs> and Nuke the Whales is the one Lisa has a problem with. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta, gotta nuke, nuke something. something. <laughs> <laughs> and I've definitely had gotta nuke something as like an right. excuse before. But yeah, so horrible, right? Yeah, like, it's like, I never know. It's one of those bits you kind of stop and go, wow. Yeah. I think it says a lot about how focal points work in an episode. You know you're supposed to take pay attention to that one because it's bigger and it's colored and it's what the... Got um, a picture. And, yeah, it's yeah. got a picture and it's what the character is looking at. So you naturally look at it and miss the way hardcore other bumper stickers there. Oh, they're much funnier. I mean, they're on the nose, but it's got a, a beautiful irony to it. Yeah, well, yeah, the Indian ones is a great punchline. <laughs> Take pick a scene. But yeah, it's having a, a silly little joke, but about a horrible subject. But it's mm. also um, painting Nelson as a character. Yeah, and it's you know the world through the eyes of a ten-year-old. That's yeah. it. He pro- he ha- he has no political stances. He just likes bombs on sta- on he likes posters, bombs, yeah. and you know taking people's stuff. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, probably upsets people as well, and he likes getting a reaction. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually the first time I noticed his doormat was from the Quickie Mart as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice little touch as well. Mm. Yeah, sings his song on his guitar. Uh, Joy to the world. <laughs> yep. Teacher's death. Uh, him tuning off the guitar. That guitar was clearly not tuned right. He was tuning that to. I don't know. Open G country tuning <laughs> would make sense for him. I that think. wasn't the o- the sound of the open strings when he Not strummed the right it. Sounds no. Uh, clearly, well, what is this? Some kind of magical string? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that just feeds Nelson's character more. He's so dumb he doesn't know how to tune a guitar. What a dummy! Let's go with that one. I like that one. Yep. That'll do. Sure. I have a Bachelor of Music, by the way. I have authority to say uh, that. I don't know if we mentioned it before, but we're all <laughs> music students. And some of us forget how many lines are in a stave sometimes. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, Nelson just totally acts like a piece of shit. Doesn't do anything to entertain her. Totally no. just entertains himself and then's like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Go home. <laughs> it's like, well, how am I supposed to get home? I should have thought of that before you came over. Yeah. Oh, so horrible and, and just... <laughs> I guess you should have. Anyway, sleeping. Like. Yeah. Does this weird next scene where Marge is driving Lisa home and she's like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I can't, you know, that kid's, there's no sensitive side to him. And yeah. Marge is just like, oh, no, you can change a man. That Anyone who thinks you can't is just a quitter. When you've got, when I first met your father, he was a loud, boorish slob. And now he's so much better. And Lisa's Mom? like, uh, he's, he's a whole new person, person. Lisa. <laughs> like, yeah, a yeah. really dark window into Marge's side. Well, not only that, but Lisa takes that advice on board he's like yeah, yeah maybe i can change him yeah. like didn't you just hear and disagree with everything marge just said so yeah it's a little, it's, if i have a problem with this episode it's that bit it's like she recognizes that's not true but thinks she can do it even though her example didn't work mm. 
Uh, yeah, bit weird. But it then moves to um, Lisa dressing Nelson up. Shopping. <laughs> oh my gosh, shopping. <laughs> the it's it's a staple of every date montage ah, is yeah. the stepping out of the wardrobe in the in the ensemble. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. most deaf. Oh, they didn't do the whole like multiple outfits, and you know oh, she did her thumbs down mm. on some of them, mm-hmm. but then some she was like, yeah, they could have yeah. done the whole nine yards of it, sure. playing uh, over the top of a dress I'm for success. The catwalk, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, not bad. I'm sticking with dress for success. Yeah, what's that? I gonna get dressed for success, mm. doing it something eighties tune and get yeah. dressed. For success. Yeah. Or Jitterbug. Jitterbug works. Jitterbug. Yeah. <laughs> Classic clothes That has to be more song. than just clothes. You've got to move on from clothes, though. Like it having depends, a fun as day as at you're the bouncing mall. around as you're doing it. You Do know? the coffee and then have a petrol fight. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Freak um, gasoline fight accident. Yeah, and they she goes shopping and then uh, they go out on a moonlight picnic and then we have the big kiss. And <laughs> I like that uh, Nelson only did it to just shut her up. <laughs> I do like before that. It's like... So what are you thinking? No, nothing. <laughs> what do you what? feel? What's inside you? Guts, it's black, guts stuff. black stuff. Slim gems. <laughs> About 50 slim gems. It's, yeah, he's so oh. frank as well. And like, I, I guess like that's another thing. Like he just keeps being himself throughout all this. Mm, yeah, he never pretends to change. And uh, the uh, the rest of the bullies find them after the kiss. And oh, you kissed a girl. That gay. is so gay. <laughs> and... <laughs> You know, it's 2017. Uh, that's so gay jokes are dumb and like... No, but within this context, I still <laughs> yeah. love that joke. It's also in... It's um, got the extra layer of cleverness about it. It's also in uh, Shaun of the Dead and Spaced, where he's like, you know, we have to go and save Liz. Why? She dumped you. Because I love her. All right, gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of saying more about their character and them being stupid and like... yeah. Thinking any love is just gay. Yeah. It's code for embarrassingly emotional. Yeah. Oh, you're showing emotions. Gay. Um, But I do also like the bit where they threaten Lisa and Nelson tells them to back off and goes, uh, just goes straight to Jimbo. Yeah. Why don't you go home, James? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Before she went and had a fig bar, she called him Crumbum. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. And then Skinner brings that back as well. Kind of is a weird negative because Lisa's like to all the other bullies. Hey, he doesn't want to hang out with you anymore. She's all like, tell your friends to fuck off. You're with me now. And it's like, in that just, yeah, he definitely never agreed to any of that. No. So, yeah, he um, goes off with Lisa, chooses them over the bullies, even though they had the enticing offer. I guess Uh, that's her trying to change him. Yes, it is. But, um, and he just had a kiss and realized, oh, I kind of like this. And he's like, yeah, I'm going for this. Yes, Mm. they were smooching up a storm. (laughs) Still determined to use that more often in life. <laughs> but yeah, sends Lisa home. The bullies go over to Skinner's to peg rancid coleslaw at his house, and I like it because it does bring Skinner back in, and you know, yeah. from the yeah. start of the episode, embarrassing Nelson all um, for that whole start of the episode. Um, so he's like taking personal revenge out on him mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's got a thread, and then uh, you know Nelson shows up and is like, "Gosh, I'm going to be here with you guys, <laughs> yeah. hocking things at people's windows." Uh, but then the cops co- show up, and everyone they 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 oh sweat, hang on. Serple. Serple? Serple. If you ever need a rhyming word for purple, serple. It's to run off in different directions. Come on, really? Look it up, actually. I'll do cool, it that's three. Serple, purple, whirlpool. <laughs> you kind of got to run whirlpool a bit Whirlpool's together. a bit of a power rhyme. Yeah. Serple. 
Mm-hmm. If that's a real word, I mean, he's solved that one. He so, is. yeah, the bullies, um, yeah, Peg, Ransom, Coltsall are all over um, Skinner's house with Nelson, and apparently Nelson does something to his bird's nest. Yeah, so, oh, brandishing but, your bare buttocks is only making <laughs> me madder. Seymour, I want to see what's going on. Yeah, no, mother, Agnes don't does look not out want to see window. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bullies cheese it, and then Nelson uh, quickly goes uh, to the Simpson house and, yeah, uh, gets Lisa to... Um, Hide him. But... Hide him till the heat's off. Oh, so this is when the stories join. And yes. so the cops go to the Simpsons' house. Oh, that's why they had to leave the Simpsons' house. Yep. Um, because, yeah, Nelson thinks that the cops are there for him. But no, the cops are there to shut down the auto dialer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which Wiggum just puts three bullets right in. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, this thing's been driving everyone crazy. Oh, and yeah, Homer, your court date's in June. And be sure to bring that evidence. <laughs> otherwise, my case is ruined, you know? Look <laughs> at <laughs> the great Eddie Lou bit. I can't remember what they say. But, yeah, um, oh, Hey, Chief, shouldn't we be chasing down those rascals with the... With the, with the sa- rancid <laughs> Guys, I can't be ever two places at once, okay? You know, in other cities, uh, Chief of Police doesn't even go out on calls like this. And they're like, yeah, we yeah, know. Sorry. We're actually really Count lucky. Count our blessings. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I love that because he could be sitting behind a desk going, the mayor's going to have my ass for yeah. this. But instead, no, he's out there every day busting his hump, yeah. chasing people down. No, it was, it was a cute bit with Wiggum and the other cops. Like, I know. It was, it yeah. was really adorable. I actually super love that bit. And so, yeah, Lisa and Nelson are at the observatory and they're looking at the town through the um, binocular thingies that you get there, the binocular scopes. Yep. Yep. That's the term. Yep. Coin-operated binocular scopes. Binocular scopes. They're the fanciest thing, things to Nickelodeon, you know. (laughs) Came out in the 1920s and never been beat since, you know. (laughs) Where everybody ate cotton candy and watched films with only piano. Piano. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> My authentic 1920s character isn't so authentic, you know. Oh, God. Hey, you trying to flim flam me there, fella? <laughs> yeah. Audience at home, try the word flim flam. That's, that's delightful. All right, I'm going to get the Dickens out of here. See you later, buddy. Um, <laughs> and so Nelson uh, lets it slip that he was at Skinner's and uh, professed to Lisa that he didn't have anything to do with it before. Yep. It's like, you're lying. No, I'm not. You just lied again. Yeah. When he left in his bird bath. No. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Skinner does the best nose. He does. Ah. And I like that little breakup here, sort of, where she was like, ah, this is tiring. And no, she was like, I, I thought I could change you in a sense of proof. And he's like, yep, yeah. that was dumb. <laughs> Skinner could get into rhinoplasty because he does the best nose. Oh. Ooh. Boom. Mic oh. drop. <laughs> I, I won't drop. You got to knock over the whole stand for that. Yeah. It's a, a lot more effort. Doesn't look as cool. Mm. And so, uh, Lisa on the walk back home passes Millhouse, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I can't talk to you because Nelson will beat me up." And he's, she's like, "No, no, we we went our separate ways." And he's like, "Oh, you got anyone in mind for your next crush?" Like, no, no. Guess it could be anyone. And there's a great freeze frame. Like, yes. Yeah. Strangling his own dog. S- by strangling accident. the Lassa <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That poor dog. Beautiful um, freeze frame. Freeze uh, frame. Very 80s. In fact, freeze oh, yeah. framing in the yes is a very 80s. Mo- I know it's a, a reference. I think it's John Cusack. It's it's um, a little bit Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah. Mm. But even yeah. just any kind of fr- they all freeze framed at the end of those kind of movies. Yeah. Um, then followed by one of the earliest examples of a post-credits bit where we see uh, Homer's court-mandated apology and uh, yeah (laughs) this is sorry dude yeah this is sorry dude as I've been ordered by the court to apologize to all of you like and then still asking for a dollar at the end of that if you accept (laughs) his apology the other thing is that I'm sure that line is this goodbye 
Let's just let's just call it "Smell You Later." Oh. That's a pretty famous reference. It's beautiful, but it's all I'm sure it's a huge reference, and I just can't pick it right now. Yeah, the "Smell You Later" bit, and that was great because they kept peppering that out throughout the episode. Um, and it's not like Nelson's had that as a saying before, but I thought they, yeah, like I said, peppered it in very nicely. Yeah. Yeah. So, storyline uh, was an A and a B. You had the A of Lisa and Nelson, the B mm-hmm. of Happy Dude. That's yep. Very cut and clean. Yeah. And they brought them together at the end. Yeah. Um, you get points for that. Absolutely. Double points. And mm. Especially if it's just a, just a great police chief moment. Really mm. nice. And, yeah, great Skinner and great Millhouse. Like, yeah, the side characters really got their due in this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Going, yeah. it starts with Skinner. Yeah, yeah Chalmers on oh, so Burnsy. Yeah. <laughs> Willie. Yeah. Oh. Every, every little bit of Burns. Mm-hmm. Frank. Wow, Frank so was great. many great side character cuts in this episode. Wow. Did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? You bet your sweet patoot. Play count. How many times do you think you've seen this one? Ooh, so many. So many. But I think I was young enough to not really appreciate it for the magic that it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, whatever you say, minus seven. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for, like, up there in the hundred. I know I had this one on VHS tape. This, like... Um, so I said the original air date was 96. Probably means we got in Australia, like, 97. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, my peak Simpsons viewing time. Yeah. And, yeah, so I've watched this so much. Yep. And actually, just uh, pointing it out, a surprisingly grounded story for season eight where they were starting to do a lot of the wackier episodes. Yeah, but yeah. still really good. Real good. Real good. Any memories about how Bits influenced your life from this mo- um, movie episode? Nobody likes Millhouse. <laughs> yeah, there's so many memeable moments. You take the hoose. <laughs> Shut off the noozle. Yeah. But that's how you know it's a Honda. I think of that like pretty much every time I see an ad for Honda, I'm like, why don't you just use that as a slogan? Yeah, A to B and on weekend C. Yes. <laughs> I, I do want to bring up a Twizzler is not a sprinkle. But I guess, like you said, it doesn't quite fit anymore, but okay. No, it's, it's amazing how much donuts have evolved mm. and Hondas haven't. We should bring back just crumb bum. That's fun as well. Yeah. Oh, and how Skinner brings that back again later. Yeah. yeah. Listen up, you crumb bums. Like, <laughs> as if it is a dorky insult that only a dork would say. Okay, crumb bum and crumb cake. For, oh, for, <laughs> for the love of crumb cake. Any jokes that sort of flew over your head? I know the one about, yes. um, well, I earn superintendent salary. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, bomb the Indians. Yeah. The casinos. You have no chance I noticed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely flew over the that head. That was a freeze frame for that one. Um, I never thought about a Honda, what is it, 87 Honda Accord being yeah. a <laughs> really bad example of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wackiness. A little bit of wackiness with the Happy Dude storyline, but not a terrible much. Uh, yeah, I suppose the wheels is really the wackiest thing in it. Oh, well, back on things you didn't notice. I think it. I never really thought about how dark Wiggum was being when he was like the only way yeah. out is suicide. Oh, yeah. Because you forget it. It's just Homer. Like become it becomes funny with he's like just ignores that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Telemarketing. Eh? O- also, Eddie and Lou halfway through. Yeah. When <laughs> we're appreciative every day. I'm so, <laughs> we're so <laughs> thankful. Oh, actually, Millhouse's whole. Um, once she sees everything, I'll I'll do oh, anything yeah. for yeah. her. Then she'll respect me. Like yep. such a, a mistaken, misguided sort of yeah. kid thing to do. That, for me, that's when I was. <laughs> oh God, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I could count all the times on one foot. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, wackiness. Like, not too wacky. It was a lot of, yeah, kids being kids. and mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, the kind of wacky where it's not that it couldn't happen. It's just that it kind of wouldn't. But still old and tight. You can, you can make an auto-dialer with wheels. Yeah. It's possible. You can throw a beehive at a Scotsman. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's part of the Highland game, so yeah. <laughs> I think that's why the these earlier ones work so well. The wackiness is really more just in the writing than in the mm. performance, you know? Yeah. It's balanced out with heart. Ba-bumps. So many bumps in this episode. Yeah, this is... Uh, powerful stuff, man. Mm. And that, yeah, both of them, like... They're okay with each other at the end. Like, I think, uh, yeah, hmm. it was a nice way for them to know it's not going to work, but break it. Like, Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to Lisa thought she could change him, and nope, there was nothing there to change. She thought she saw a sensitive soul under this. It's not really there unless he's talking, uh, unless he's, you know, if the raspberries are too tart, I just add a little confectioner <laughs> sugar. But not quite the same thing. He's still mm. Nelson. He yeah. always has been. He's bad to the bone. He's not bad, he just doesn't care. No. He's apathetic to the bone. Mm. Uh, apathetic. <laughs> uh, apathetic. Harder to put into a song. <laughs> Doable, but up. But up. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Yes or no, would you watch this one again? Oh, for sure. I'm going to go home and do it right now. Mm. <laughs> Once you guys leave, I'm just putting it on again. Yep. That's it. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. I'm going to bed early because tomorrow is Switchmas. Oh, we are snap. recording this episode on Switchmas Eve. <laughs> We're all getting switches tomorrow and it's going to be it's gonna be amazing. I Elliot, can't wait. Elliot, do you know what time it is? It's about quarter past one, so it's Switchmas Day. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> do you think Ch- Shigeru Miyamoto is climbing down people's chimneys right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Actually, he's going to be going through the pipes like, with like uh, Mario. Chop, chop, chop. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're good on Switchmas Eve, Shigeru may come through the pipe. He's going to leave <laughs> out <laughs> mushrooms <laughs> for him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and gold coins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but only if you go to bed yeah <laughs> oh that's awesome put it in a playlist um i'm gonna really want to pair this one with bart's girlfriend yeah the kids uh, uh, romantic kids, kids. Dating, yeah yeah so i'll balance uh, that and lisa and and wiggum this kid <laughs> oh yeah ralph ralph oh yeah, yeah. Ralph. i love lisa episode yeah. where yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um just just speaking to bart's girlfriend i really like how in this one you've got she thinks she can change they both think they can change the other person and both kind of yeah it's interesting there's a dynamic there and in the end they kind of Lisa gets a more amical breakup and uh Bart just kind of gets screwed but at least he kind of <laughs> knows about it and has, le- has learned <laughs> yeah. a lesson the, so, yeah, it's the Ralph one I think has more of a a, a Millhouse parallel of like Ralph being the unrequited love that you can't quite kick away mm. Mm. yeah um, but then Millhouse was a big point in this episode anyway. Ah, oh, so many points. <laughs> and there's an episode where Millhouse gets a girlfriend and then Lisa gets jealous of him. I can't remember if it's any good or not, though. I'm just trying to remember if I've seen that one. But I started thinking about the one where Bart dates Rainier Wolfcastle's daughter. Oh, that one's terrible. Yeah. Let's rank it. Mm, yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, kick it off, BT. Oh, with me again. Um, I'm going to go with gold for this one. Oh, really? I think. Gonna, gonna explore my feelings a little bit more. But yeah, it's funny, it's tight, it's all good. Cubic Zirconia, I'm going with Cubic Zirconia. It's Cubic Zirconia without a question. Really? Oh my god, it's just like, oh, it's so good. Uh, I remember I, as soon as it was over, I was like, oh guys, I feel so happy about this episode. <laughs> and like, we've talked 
for fucking six hours about this episode now. Sunrise is it any is, minute, uh, and uh, I could still keep going about how much I love and how densely packed it is uh, with is jokes, crazy and comedy, one. and heart, and twists, and um, the pacing's immaculate. All the characters are so in their element. Skinner is so Skinnery. Mm. Starting the whole episode off just with the Skinner superintendent is amazing, and he yep. picks on him in yep. such little ways. Uh, Agnes doesn't even come on screen, and yet she <laughs> still just gets a great perfect. Yeah, Frank yeah. is just like, yeah, he's he's exactly Frank. He's the crate. He could be in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 Wiggum, Ed, Lou, uh, uh, Millhouse, Millhouse, man, this this is just it's the gift that Your keeps on giving. Your supporting cast get an amazing run on this one, phenomenal, for sure. just phenomenal. Right, but what do you really think? <laughs> Yeah, I can't match your enthusiasm right now, but yeah, god damn it if I don't believe every damn word you just said. Um, uh, yeah, I'm totally on Cubic Zirconia. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised you're going gold for this yeah, one. I, I um, don't think I could improve this episode. That's what I'm just kind of thinking about other episodes, and I was thinking again about Bart's girlfriend, which I said just got over the line for Cubic Zirconia. For yeah. me, that's a better episode than this one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought that one was just a bit lighter on the jokes than this one. This one was so dense with jokes and so dense with story. I think the only moment where it does falter is the Marge driving scene. But, you know, it's a very small blip in an otherwise field of cubic. See, to me, the Marge part is really important. Like, I mean, it's not important to the storyline. Yeah. um, Maybe because Lisa does go on to still try and change her anyway. But as a as this like powerful insight into Marge as a tragic character that's like spending her whole life on this mission that she kind of knows isn't working and she kind of is lying to herself about she's living a lie to herself and her daughter can see it but she hasn't got the heart to break her mom's heart and (laughs) oh my god i'm i'm gonna cry she'll just add another string of yarn to the ball up in the attic Oh. (laughs) oh And oh, Flanders is in it, and he's so <laughs> Flandersy as well. And fucking Homer's just like screaming out the window at him, and just like, ah, shut up! <laughs> All right, what 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 do you think? Yeah, I'm still happy with gold. Yeah, happy with gold. All right. Yeah, I'm just following the guts. That's it, man. Well, you know, near perfect is still pretty damn close to perfect. A great episode is still a good ranking. That's it. Uh, that's right. Yeah, that has been episode 37 of The Simpsons Index. And thank you guys for joining me in the dank this evening. It is slowly turning into the hot box, but we're getting Thank it. you for joining me in the dank. Yeah. Uh, that's all the mustard in the house. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. that officially ch- uh, g- well, c- taking over not tapping first, out? First of all, have you hit spacebar yet? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, good, because you, you haven't done your actual catchphrase yet. No. And that's all. I, stood in, I wanted to, like, wander around Ellie go, hey, Elliot, do you have any mustard? <laughs> yeah. No. So that's all the mustard in the house. <laughs> oh, that's what'll happen. I'll change my catchphrase to that, and then it'll get all popular, and then everyone will say that to me on the street, but I don't want that. Can Can't I, I just ha- have my yacht and my discreetly pregnant Brazilian girlfriend? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's that mustard fellow. What's he done lately? Then <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mustard guy, and I don't even like mustard that much. <laughs> it's true. I've not. I've I've seen known you for many years. I've never seen you be like, oh, pass more mustard, please. <laughs> no, we have to undo this now. <laughs> Stop it before it becomes too big. <laughs> well, um, in the interest of seeing if um, anyone likes it, I'm not tapping out, and that's all the mustard in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes.
for today's extra content. Chickity China, yeah. the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain stops ticking. Watching Ben Nike's Nike Ben Nike lady. Well done. Well done. Um so yeah, the episode uh starts out at the start. It's <laughs> I see. You're an, well you're an analysis. Tell me more. Just, I need fucking alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Elliot Janiel is doing this podcast sober. I don't think you've ever done that before. Well, <laughs> I am. I am. Pardon? Flanders would be proud. I mean, yes. in inverted commas, sober. I'm going to start now just punctuating everything with a tremendous, huge, or sad. Or all of them. <laughs> or all, it's much all more three. fun. Yeah, use them individually, use them as a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tremendous. It huge, is sad. 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 <laughs> well, it's going to be like the best movie reviews ever. We rank on our three-point scale. It's either tremendous or huge or sad. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounded exactly like you impersonating Alec Baldwin, impersonating <laughs> Trump. <laughs> do you want to hear my Melissa Cut McCarthy impersonating Sean Spicer? Yes, yes, yes I do. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty spot on. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we got to talk about this shitty episode, guys. <laughs> it's a tremendous episode. Do we have to. Uh, uh, no, no, we have we have one of the few what, good bits here. What was your oh, quote okay. from last episode? Can we call this thing a failure and fucking move on with our lives? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. He's drinking the cup I got at Hamilton. <laughs> And there's a million drinks I haven't drunk. Just, just you wait. Just you wait. Oh, this is the part where we rap and talk about Hamilton. <coughs> I was getting into it. Failure, prison, bronze, silver, gold, <laughs> cubic. Yes, okay, I'm good. Yeah, yeah you're ready. 